0: Okay, so are you guys ready to get king? Yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, James might yell, but that's never stopped me before. Jamison, 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 whiskey.
2: <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm not that <laughs>
0: Alright, three, okay, yeah. two, one. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Elite Rugby Banter. Um, this is the podcast about rugby that you've probably heard of before, which is why you're listening to it now. Uh, I don't know which episode number we in, we are on, but then again, neither does Adam, uh, seeing as he keeps...
1: Are <laughs> <that laughs> 86 them. or 87?
0: I don't know. Maybe I don't 88. Anyone, I don't think anyone knows. I have no um, idea. Yeah, historians will wonder about this for years to come. But uh, as you can hear, uh, we have an unusual ensemble today. Um, I'm Alex, not Adam, because Adam is apparently in the dog box with his wife. Uh, I'm not sure, but he he can't come to the he can't come up not... play. So
1: yeah. Well, Adam said he was going to the Botswana border to shoot a buck with a bow and arrow. <laughs> is that what he said. But That's then, not... by all reports, but by all reports, he just drove around, not just looking at buck. Which just makes it a pretty shitty game drive, because I know from a fact, like, a lot of office parks in Joburg have Buck. So if you want to look at Buck, you don't have to drive all the way to the Botswana border. Yeah.
0: Well, that sounds like his usual um, sort of level of success. So, (laughs) uh, for whatever reason, Adam's not with us. Details, Um, Adam.
1: Details.
0: Matt is also not going to be with us, because it's late. We're recording this relatively late on Sunday, and it's it's already bedtime in, in North Korea. So instead we have uh, Ben and James from Mauritius. Hi Ben and James, how are you?
1: I'm well, thank you. And yourself, Alex? Um, I'm very well, thanks. Uh, James. Um, James, how are you? James, James is good. He is, he's keeping quiet for now, but he, he might flare up just mm. now. Okay. So I poke him, so he just makes a noise. <laughs> yeah, go for it. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um,
0: and then I, po- I poked
1: him, nothing happened.
0: Uh, okay, maybe he's asleep. Then uh, the fourth guest for the, well, the fourth <laughs> of the podcast this this round is going to be Phil. Say hello, Phil. Hello,
3: everybody. Nice Welcome to be to here. The
0: podcast. Yeah, it's, this is your first time, right, Phil? You haven't been on before.
3: First time, yeah.
0: Okay, good. Welcome. This is uh, quite a debut for you. Um, Super Rugby playoffs. So you know, we don't just take anyone on. But, thank um, you for having me. I'm honoured. Yeah. That said, we were quite desperate, so thank you. For having me. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So oh, fuck Ant, pick up your phone. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't get hold of Ant. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, anyway, so Phil, <laughs> Phil's with us. Um, Phil is my long-time fantasy, fantasy slash super brew rival. Um,
3: long time. Very long.
0: Eh? Tell yeah. How long? It's been, it's been, a, it's been a while. It's been over a decade. Yeah, I mean, you you got away with some early Brew victories while we were still at school, but uh, I feel like the last couple of years, um, the tides have turned. Is yeah, tables have turned. Yeah, the turntables. Know. Um, so yeah, <laughs> and uh, Phil is also. It's good. It's a good time to introduce you because you're gonna hit. You're gonna be jetting off to Japan for the Rugby World Cup, which is very cool.
2: correct
3: for the playoffs. So yeah. for the quarterfinals onwards, yeah, yeah, I will be in Japan. Very exciting.
0: Okay, well, don't brag about it. We just. Um, <laughs> So we're going to we have a new segment during the World Cup, uh, Ben, what's what's the new segment called? It's going to be called Fill
1: Me In, with Phil. <laughs> yeah. Actually, will it's... it be called Fill Me In, with Phil, or will it just be called Fill Me In, Full spelled PH? Uh,
0: I don't know, That's we're going to have to put the the focus group on that to see which one comes out best. You have, you have a few yeah, minutes yeah, we... to think about it, so... Yeah, we'll run a Twitter poll, we'll come up <laughs> with something.
1: But anyway, I've so got Phil... other th- things to think about, Phil. I don't always think about you.
3: Oh, I'm disappointed, then.
1: Yeah. I thought Phil and I. also form part of a a two man fantasy trade alliance, yes. a very controversial trade alliance, which it, which no one was happy about.
3: No, I it... still deny it. I don't know what Ben's talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, he's just making this up.
0: Okay. It sounds like <laughs> the the right hand doesn't know what the far right hand is doing but um that notwithstanding um let's move on because we have a metric shit ton of news to get through uh which is always nice in we playoff weeks because there's less rugby to talk about uh
1: so i do, do you find do you find it kind of weird that as generally tournaments kind of get more intense you get less rugby i oh, no i find it a bit frustrating like, how shit was Friday morning at work? Like, you have to work.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, supposed to work. But, yeah. But, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess. There was it, something it, missing, yeah. Yeah, it was. It does. You do feel a bit hollow. I agree. But it, it kind of adds to the anticipation for the big games, right? Because, I mean, how great. We'll talk about it just now. But how great was it to watch the semi final on Saturday morning? Um, I think it was, like, just that much more special yeah. knowing it was, like, the only game you were going to watch that whole weekend. Unless you're mad and, and get yeah, up at one o'clock in the morning to watch the Hagiwara's Brumbies, so did you not watch Alex? I did, did not. Did I did not get. I did not get up on Friday night for the first time in a long time. I didn't watch a Hagiwara's game. And I mean, I, it was at one o'clock well. our time, right? So that was yeah. a bit ridiculous. It's prohibitive. Like I'm not gonna. Yo,
1: that that's that's three a.m. my time, so.
0: If I it had... would have been
1: easier for me to wake up at 3am than stay up. Yeah,
0: well that's what I'd normally I normally do. I would go to bed and I wake up like 2 hours later, which is a bit stupid.
3: I I did yeah. record it, so I watched it with fast forwarding through like stoppages. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool on Saturday morning before the, okay. first, the other semi. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a good way to do it. I, I just watched the YouTube highlights, which was still okay. I don't know, if I'd, if I'd had a fantasy team up and running this weekend then maybe i would have but
3: <laughs> not from one to three no ways. <laughs> uh, but i
0: mean if it also if it had been any team other than the brumbies i probably would yeah i would have because i want i like watching the it's just ugh. anyway um okay we'll get to the games just now so first of all i'm, I'm kind of going in chronological order because we have a little news whatsapp group where you post links as the as and when they arise so yeah, all the all the best news always seems to drop like 30 minutes after we finish recording. Uh, and <laughs> in this case, it was the news that Israel Falau's GoFundMe campaign had been shut down. So that news broke on, I think, Sunday evening. And, it does feel like a long time ago. Yeah, it was like about a week ago. So, sorry, I know this isn't news to you if you're listening, um, but, you know, whatever. You get what you pay for. <laughs> Used to us, yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so on Sunday night or Monday morning, whatever the time zone was, uh, Israel Flores' GoFundMe campaign to raise cash to fund his ongoing legal battle was shut down, um, and then, uh, somewhat theme-appropriately, returned to life three days later with greater power than before. So he was on, on a different on a different
1: platform yeah or not on it.
0: GoFundMe but the Australian Christian Lobby website uh, they've been kind of hosting it I think or they've been the spear end for the campaign and they raised I don't know they've raised like over a million was it a million they... Well,
1: no they, they stopped raising money they said basically "Oh, we have enough oh uh,
0: okay, well, okay. Well, that's, a, good
1: that's a lot of money
0: yeah. yeah anyway so they've got a lot of money uh, so Israel Falau is he's getting the support that he asked for um yeah, I mean, I don't think we need to talk, really talk too much about this. It's just whatever. Um, next news story, I, I don't know. Do you guys have anything to say about that? Do you, do you even give a fuck?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think it's quite interesting how this this has definitely gone beyond rugby now. Like, I think we can all... And it's almost gone beyond Izzy's tweet now. It's become mm-hmm. a almost like a church versus state kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Where... Well, it seems it's like kind of a,
1: like
0: yeah, like a church are, versus are
1: yeah, like like this is yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I guess I guess church versus, but it's it's becoming like it's going to become a, a landmark case in possibly global law. Or like, mm. how far does freedom of speech, freedom of extension, of exchange freedom of religion extend to yeah. in, into yeah. like like how far can you take it before you know you get reigned? And Obviously. I think anyone who listens to this pod will know we pretty we we have an opinion on it, but obviously there is a there's a far wider range in both directions of our opinion. Yeah. So it'll it'll actually it'll be it'll be interesting. But I, I feel yeah, it's almost like the lobbyists have now taken this from Israel, mm. and he's now just become a symbol of the the cause.
0: Yeah.
3: That's that's
1: a that's a good that's a good point.
3: Definitely, definitely beyond rugby. Now it's like it's Mm -hmm. not even it's relevant to anything that's happened this season.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't even feel like it is about rugby. It was never really about rugby. Um, Yeah, I guess. So, and I mean, that's it's annoying. It's annoying that people have have tried to be like, oh, so like Christianity is is not welcome in rugby or something like that. And I mean, nothing could be further from the truth. Um, yeah for sure
3: it's supposed to be inclusive like that's one of the big things about rugby
0: and and i think that like christianity as as a belief system is for in many places is synonymous with rugby like if you look at the fijian rugby culture you can't really separate it from their faith um every single time they're playing sevens like they you know you always see these videos of them sort of singing hymns like on on the bus and they always pray before and after every game um and it for, it you know, bleeds through into their into their behavior as well, like cleaning up after themselves and change rooms, like all that good stuff. You know, I think that's... And Swayce is good behavior too,
2: right?
0: I don't know. Space is a different... He's cut from a different cloth, that guy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there's... I guess, yeah, I mean, without getting, wanting to get too much into it, I guess there's Christians and there's Christians, uh, as for any other religion as well. But, um,
1: yeah, like, like I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, don't, I don't think anyone would be kicking up a fuss if everyone behaved like Fiji and Sevens team.
0: No, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no, Just, that's
1: for
0: sure. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, we've, for years, we've had, uh, captains, like, you win the game and you, the first thing that comes out of their mouth is, oh, you know, I want to thank Jesus Christ or I want to thank Lord our Savior, blah, blah, blah. Um, so it's like, it's very, it's definitely very commonplace in rugby. Um, so anyone who tries to make it seem, like israel flowers being targeted specifically because he's christian i think i think it, that's very disingenuous um you know if he was if he was an atheist who felt this strongly about gay people and was as vocal about it i think i like to think there would be as much of a backlash um, but yeah certainly from the legal perspective yeah, but he would um, get
1: to get, yeah. Yeah, oh, sorry. I was just going to say he would probably get less sponsorship because you know the, mm. the atheist Andre, the lobbying type.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. And I mean that's the thing, right? So the 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 reason there's a reason why he's been able to raise so much money through the Australian uh, Christian lobby, and that's because they see they've identified exactly what you were talking about, Ben. The fact that this has implications for the rights of you know strong feeling religious people, specifically Christians, all over Australia, to be yeah, I mean, as outspoken and on, on topics such as uh, homophobia, you know, abortion, uh, you know, gay marriage. There's a whole lot of stuff that I think we've we've seen become a lot more mainstream. So you know, uh, LGBTQ yeah. plus rights and the right to abortion, etc. Those have been on a global rise, and I guess this, they see this as an opportunity to push back and
1: he's yeah. like the full yeah well they see game it as an opportunity to kind of to get a win I guess <laughs> yeah to reclaim a bit of to say rating. well it, you know if you feel that strongly like you hear about gay marriage being legalized you're like oh shit you hear about mm-hmm. um uh abortions being uh, whatever like uh, pro pro choice being pushed forward you're like oh shit yeah. like you
0: know, yeah so. so anyway so it, it will be interesting to keep an eye on it um yeah He's still a bit
3: of a toy. It will be quite slow, though, won't it, this process? It's not like there's going to be a resolution in the next couple of days or anything.
0: No, I think that's gone that's mm, off nah. the table now, because the only kind of resolution would have been if, if Rugby Australia were prepared to to kind of give in, and, and that's obviously not going to happen. So, yeah, it, well, we're well, looking is, at a few years.
1: Is, is he, is he did, did come out and say Australian Rugby offered to um, basically buy him off.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't. To be honest, I haven't been following it that much because I, I've lost interest. Um, I, yeah, I don't. I don't see them. Well, just, just, sorry,
1: sorry. Just, just from an individual point of view, mm-hmm. I think also considering Israel Falao is definitely a millionaire. Can we say that? Yeah, I think isn't yeah. It Well, isn't it yeah. widely yeah. wide like, known.
0: Like unless he's got a property portfolio of about five million US dollars. Uh, sorry, Aussie Aussie dollars.
1: Yeah. So unless yeah, and then what kind of dick is says... You know, listen. I could I could pay for this, but yeah. I would rather lean on the charity of others. Yeah, like that's a bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's like, uh, like yeah. you know, imagine imagine James got sick or whatever, and I had lots of money, and I was like, you know what? I, I quite like my lifestyle, so I'm just going to put up a GoFundMe and just you know see what
2: happens. Like. Hmm.
0: Ugh, hold on. Yeah,
1: it is a yeah
2: bit, it's a lagger. bit distasteful.
0: But anyway. All right, cool. I think there's been a lot said about this on various platforms, so we don't need to, to dwell on it for too much longer. Um, cool, the next uh, item I have is what I've written down is Western Province Rugby Union is fact.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. Yes, so if you true. think
1: that's is news... That,
0: yeah. Is that new news, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, apparently, I mean, it seems like it's, I don't know,
1: can't, can't we just get Adam to slice in another, uh, another <laughs> segment where we talked about how <laughs> fucked they were and just move on? Wait, yeah, just, but, just go wait. What's how, changed? How's, how's what's
0: changed? Uh, well, so interestingly enough, there were two news stories uh, on Sport24 this week. So the first one is, the headline is, Western Province Rugby's money, money woes are set to cripple the union. And basically they were reporting that um, they were in the process of re recontracting all their big players, so like Khaleesi and Peter Steff, Titoi, Steven Kintsov. Um, they, those guys were yet to resign, and province were on the verge of resigning them. And then it came out that they only had cash for like one more month's salary for their employees. Okay. So they had just had no liquidity, basically. <laughs> um,
1: uh, yo, but I, I don't understand what kind of fucking snake oil salesman they have. Who is keeping the players yeah. there? Like, because wasn't Kitsov often like? 25 million rand or whatever to go to France or go to England or whatever and who who is this guy who has convinced Kitschoff to stay in Western province when they have like 9 rand 50 between them like what the fuck we should get this guy and put him somewhere more useful
0: (laughs) but yes I mean there's a paragraph here where it says (laughs) the Cape Union expects to make a loss of 30 million for the current financial year okay they still need to pay back a loan of 43 million from Remgro who bailed them out a couple of years ago so they're like there's 73 million in the red essentially
1: no no it's it's, it's even worse than that alex well, yeah, uh, but like at... because that that's just this year loss so you have to add the losses they've made in every year it's not like they're profitable last year i'll tell you that for free
0: no sure but like i'm assuming that the remgro bailout like a couple of years ago wiped the slate clean at that point and then they made two, two consecutive years. Yeah, no, no, but, but all, also, also,
1: also like, like a, an accounting loss is different to a, like a cash flow loss. Yeah, yeah, Sorry uh, yeah, to get all technical here. No, for here. sure.
0: Like, so, but I mean, that's just like the tip of the iceberg, I guess. Um, but anyway, so that yeah, was the, yeah. first, the first one. But then a few days later, there was another article, which is uh, how Western Province Rugby may be plucked from cliff edge. And this is basically saying like there, there might be like a, a light at the end of the tunnel it's a very long He's article. Well, it's apparently going to be... They're going to be plucked by a private school group. Um, <laughs> yeah, the company... <laughs> okay. The company is called Generation Schools. It's part of the Trematon uh, JSE portfolio. Uh, I'm not going to do the thing Adam does where he reads word for word, but basically Generation Schools have approached West Province to look into the possibility of building schools on some of their property. So where's oh, the province? God, like gosh. one of the things they do have. Okay, they're not they're not uh, liquid, but they do have a, a property portfolio. I don't know if it's worth as much as Israel allows, but it's worth That's something. Awesome. So generation schools, I guess, are looking for land in Cape Town to build schools on.
1: Um, <laughs> but I don't but, know. But, but I mean, surely, whatever. surely, like like a land in Cape Town is valuable. If they wanted to sell the land in Cape Town, they could sell the land in Cape Town. Like there's no there's no doubt about that.
0: I don't know. Like the, I mean, I don't want to speak out of turn, but the, the local economy isn't great. So, property market... No,
1: no, no. But I mean, there's definitely... If, for example, Newlands, mm. property developers would fight for Newlands. No doubt. No. Yeah, they would. Obviously, they're probably not looking to sell Newlands. They're looking to sell one of the other further out ones. Yeah. But land, just the way Cape Town's structured, any sort of land is valuable. Like, it's not just... Mm. If they wanted to sell, they could sell. I'll tell you that.
0: I just think they should I think they should sell, like, everything at this point. Basically liquidate all their assets, <laughs> um, including Newlands, and then, you know, like, cut the whole organization just down to the bare bones, just the club and the players. Like, those are your only assets, basically. And start again, you rent out Greenpoint Stadium, Cape Town Stadium, you play all your games there, you get the best deal you can get from the city. Um, and, I mean, they can leverage their property portfolio to get a better deal with the city right so they can exchange property um which the city can then flip for let's say affordable housing if, if there was if they were inclined to do that or whatever and then get a really good deal to rent out cape town stadium and then just start from scratch and build up your your brand because whatever they're doing at the moment is clearly not working like holding on to all these assets is not it's not going to help
1: Alex, I'm so sick of your 2005 thinking. What they need to do is start a GoFundMe campaign, okay? <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. They do need to get a good Say, big name. say how, how, yes. impor- how closely Western Province rugby is tied to the church, okay. and by letting Western Province rugby die, they allow um, atheists to strike a blow to the heart of Christianity, and they will raise billions <laughs> within seconds. I like that. I think it's a good plan. Okay, yeah, okay. So so I, I think I think we we, we should start this GoFundMe cuz oh, fuck like I don't even know if anyone at Western Province has the ability to type. <laughs> I'll email so, him if yeah. Apart from apart, from apart from the guy who does the contracts because obviously he's the he's the world's greatest the negotiator. <laughs> yeah, apparently those things are fucking ironclad. <laughs> I don't you know like... maybe, maybe he's maybe he's maybe he's promised new lint to Kitsov. Kitsoff, Kitsoff <laughs> yeah. is getting new for maybe. himself. Yeah. Like he's, <laughs> he's just gonna be there brain in the middle of it, mowing it himself. You know? <laughs> yeah,
3: that makes sense.
0: That's why he stayed. Yeah, you yeah, can put his cows on like we weird... there was a, there was a <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was true, but it was like a rumour slash one of these things at school, um where the head boy technically was allowed to to, to <laughs> graze his his cattle on lower rugby field, which is like the first team rugby field, um, and this dated back to like the eighteen hundreds or whatever. When all the most of the kids at St Andrews were from the local farming community, and there was a rule that if you're a head boy, you could bring your cattle and they could graze on the first team rugby field, and you'd have to move them off for
2: no, the game. Do not
1: tell Do not tell you. Do not tell you this happened at my class though yeah you said so maybe we've discussed this was, on air it before. was always a rule that but like you know same sort of thing that the you could graze your, your livestock on main quad on the main quad grass if you were the head boy mm. and then like a few years ago the head boy was a farmer and he like penned some sheep up on main quad grass on the last day yeah survive
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway so yeah, yeah. anyway so oh, who knows yeah. western province is fucked western province might not be fucked um, I'm pretty
1: Maybe off our unions, yeah, we don't know. There's a whole lot.
0: The truth is out there, we just we just don't have it. Um yeah. so yeah. Anyway, um Okay, moving on to the next story. Nick Mallet is helping to pick the new King's coach. This is the first of four consecutive news stories we have about coaches. So let's get stuck is it, in. Is is there a follow up for this one? There isn't. Why do you know something we don't?
3: Uh, well I just looked at some articles and it's there's a race row apparently rocking the Southern Kings. Ooh okay
1: okay anyway fin- you fin- carry on. on. No, no, well, fin- yeah. Mallet, Mallet should step back I think then because obviously he's his image isn't well, exactly what, clean
3: yeah. with that, that that's the whole point I think people are saying that he's racist Mallet should not be suitable to Oof. look for a coach or something.
1: Okay. Anyway. Do you know carry what on. Mallet is Mallet okay I I respect Mallet's opinion but Mallet is an incredible to be negative person, can we agree? Yes, yeah, that's fair. So, how is he ever going to choose a coach? Because it's not like you, <laughs> the best and brightest are coming forward to coach the king. I think <laughs> like, will no, no. just be like, These are like idiots, they must fuck off. fuck
0: off. But maybe that's the plan, like, maybe that's what they were thinking. Like, they'll get him in, and he'll just be so frustrated at how bad the quality of options are that he'll just be like, Fuck it, you know what? I'm going to do it myself. I will coach the kings. I, Nick Mallon <laughs> am now the Southern Kings coach. You, you hired me to a point and I have done so. And I choose myself. Or he'll do like a like. Do you a think he would be
3: a good coach? I mean, he's pretty old these days, right?
0: Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't think they're swimming in. No,
1: like, he's not. He's not. Oh, he did. He did a bit, He did quite a bit of stuff with UCT, when they were very good at varsity cup level.
0: Mm.
1: You know, kind of when when we were there. Yeah. And then okay, okay. I, I don't think he's a, I don't, I don't know. Actually, like it's it's a hard it's a hard to quantify thing. A good coach.
0: Mm-hmm. If he I don't know if he has a better approach to picking a head coach than Tyrion had at the end of Game of Thrones for picking the next <laughs> King of Westeros. then I think we'll be okay. Although oh, who has the greatest
1: story? Peter Villiers the greatest story. Yeah, story, now Zimbabwe let him go. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's got, a good, got a cool
3: story. story. Yeah, let's go with him but but is there anyone else you guys but of, uh, oh, oh,
1: just, just, just google just google rag- rugby coach in wheelchair if there is one <laughs> bring him in
0: let me have a quick look rugby coach in wheelchair uh, Joe saws is a former all-star wheelchair cool. rugby player for the United States a Paralympic yeah. so he's basically like uh, what's his name from Friday Night Lights Jason Street
1: Jason Jason Saracen
0: no, no Jason Street just
1: Saracen. Matt yeah, Saracen was the replacement
0: yes. Okay, rugby coach in wheelchair, South Africa. Oh, African.
1: cool! Yeah, bring, bring him in. He he can co- he can coach the Kings.
0: Hmm.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, for some reason Andre Fenter's coming up, so I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe this is we don't. Not know not. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just Google notes, I think we don't. Maybe it's like he's put people in wheelchairs. I don't know. It's a weird one. I think he's in a wheelchair <laughs> now. He's
3: <laughs> not a coach.
0: Yeah. Is Andre finto in a wheelchair?
3: I think so. He's got one of those diseases. I don't want to speak
0: uh, oh, lies. Right. Yeah, he's got he's
3: got um... is that the myelin disease.
0: Yeah, something like that. Uh, transverse myelitis. Yeah. Okay. Shame. So, I reckon he could do a job though. Huh. Let's get him in. Let's see what he can okay, do. Okay, cool. So Andre Fenton's is going to coach the
1: Kings.
2: Okay, so that's glad gone. we so, solved this. Next and week. That,
0: that also helps us avoid the race. <laughs> the race ride, which, we, which is good news. We don't want that. So we've done two birds with one stone there, so that's great. Uh, the next story, Harveys Sfuri is going to be the new Cheetahs coach. Uh, and He's joining from from Marty's. Stelis? Yeah, from Stellenbosch. So he's obviously been... Sorry, I'm just Googling him quickly because I didn't do my, my pre-prep. But he's been a very successful coach at Stellenbosch in the Varsity Cup. He's been there since yeah. 2016 and they've won twice?
3: Two in a row, I think. Yeah, yeah and apparently row. they were shut
0: four yeah well they, they did go through a bit of a bit of a bad patch and i think that was when xion ru was still coaching them and he's not coaching the under 21s everyone
3: seems to hate him
0: yeah everyone hates him i don't know why but uh yeah so hubby's for real just running through his rugby cv which is pretty good um he did play for a while in the western cape mostly for amateur sides he played a bit of provincial rugby for borland um i like a good Borland player you know that feels honest to me yeah, for... sure, that feels like
1: you're in it for the love of the game.
0: Yeah, he played, so he played um, for so, Sorry, can
1: I just ask a question about
0: uh, Sean Rue? Uh, yeah, hang on, let me, just, let me just get through this quickly. So he played for the Dachbriak Cosses uh, for Stelis. So I don't think he even played for Martis. But the Dachbriak League is, is quite a good vibe, so that's cool. <laughs> then he played... Oh, just he played... Just so,
1: sorry, so, so is it, <laughs> does this imply that it's harder to play for Martis than it is to play for Borland?
0: uh probably probably yeah because all the best marty's no, players will go play for western province which is bullshit though right it is bullshit yeah we've we spoken about, yeah, we spoke about this yeah we've spoken about this like the fact no, no no i mean you and i like we've spoken about how oh. <laughs> like <laughs> how like, poland just gets screwed out one. and like you watch like the matter 10 cup and you see how how strong these like sort of random unions are that then get screwed over at super rugby level but they still get to have get to keep their good players at the matter 10 level yeah and we just don't have sure. that with Kerry Cup, so it's really frustrating. But anyway, so let me just quickly do this before we get fully sidetracked. So he played in the Corsair's League. He then played for the second team at Marty's, which is the Victorians, uh, which is a little bit of a weird name for an Afrikaans University, but <coughs> anyway. He then played club rugby for Malmesbury and then joined the Series team. So we're getting it's like super niche. Uh, Malmesbury and Series, if you guys don't know, Western Cape uh, geography are way on the fringe. Um, then he played <laughs> some provincial rugby for Borland he helped series win the 1997 Borland Super League so that's that's nothing oh, that's, solid. that's pretty solid anyway I took pretty, up coaching yeah. I'll just run you through very quickly his his team's coached include series Borland Cavaliers he was backline coach for the Stormers then he went back to Borland Cavaliers to be head coach then for five years he was the backline coach for the Cheaters so he's no stranger to the union then he did a year or two as, at the Grequiz as their head coach and then Marty's for two to three years uh, achieving quite a lot of success and now he's at the cheaters. So he's in the Pro 14 uh, guys, like that's a pretty good rise, I think.
1: No, I, I like that CB though, he, the, this guy's done his time, like he hasn't yeah. just sort of appeared ex-player, like he's definitely, yeah. you I know, like, like he's proved himself.
0: Yeah, he feels a bit like the,
1: oh,
2: uh,
0: Phil you can correct me if I'm speaking out of turn, but the uh, Jurgen Klopp of, uh, of rugby, is that fair? Um, sure. Yeah, that's fine. Klopp, Klopp do. Uh, if I remember correctly, uh, he's described himself as having the skills of a of a third division player and the mind yeah, he's of he's very humble. Yeah, the, but the mind <laughs> of, a, of a Bundesliga player uh, which averaged out for a relatively decent career in, in Division 2. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that feels, <laughs> that feels a bit like Harvey's free. He's got the mind of a of a Super Rugby player. And the skills of but a Boulant. Skills, Yeah, and he's ended up in pro fourteen. So that's that's
3: Borland Super League player
0: Yeah, <laughs> <apparently> champion, no <laughs> less. Um Okay, so good luck to Javi's Ferry. Look forward to seeing how he progresses. Uh moving from progression to regression, Robert Dupreer Senior has been benched for the Curry Cup. Um the Sharks mm. this Friday, so two, two days ago, they announced that Sean Everett is gonna be their head coach for the twenty nineteen Curry Cup. He replaces Robert Dupree, coached the team during last year's victorious Curry Cup campaign. So, you know, quite a fall from grace. Uh, But, yeah, he was lambasted throughout the Super Rugby campaign, Robert Dupree. And I I would say quite fairly, but honestly, he would have avoided so much criticism if he had just dropped his oldest son, Robert Dupree Jr., for Kerwin Bosch, Yeah, like way If if he just
1: never brought him to the union. Yeah, that would have helped. That like, would have like helped. what did we say? As soon as we heard about this, we said it opens the door for so much nepotism and yeah. so much criticism, even if it's not happening. Yeah, and that, I the, think those yeah. are. And I think paraphrasing what we. Yeah, said. Yeah, and
0: I think at the beginning of this of the season, because um, like as I just mentioned, like they won the Curry Cup with Robert Dupre at ten, I think. Um,
2: yeah, and you know, he
0: was he was playing decent rugby. Like, they if you didn't know that Robert Dupre senior was the head coach for the Sharks, you would have said that's a good addition to the team. When he came from the Stormers, because he had a good little career at the Stormers, and he joined the Sharks, and you were like, cool, you know, he's a decent player. He was in like a Bok extended squad. He played that game against Wales, I think, um, in the overseas one. Yeah, yeah, in the US. So you know, he was like, he was, he was on an upward trajectory. So it was a good signing. He had a good Curry Cup campaign, so it made sense for him to be the starting fly half going into Super Rugby. But then he just lost it, and he played worse and worse with every game. But I think it was only in like round like round 10 or round 8 or 10 or somewhere like mid-season where Duprius Sr. finally pulled him and, and put Cohen Bosch in. Because
3: so, he, he also didn't get a break because he played with the Sharks like non-stop yeah. in between.
0: Uh, yeah, so exactly. He'd... And so, I don't know, it was... I don't know. Uh, bit of a dodgy decision and like it just seems like everything's falling apart, like the wheels have just come off the Union... Um, I don't know
3: if it was like um, planned though the whole time like I don't know if he would have actually been coach of the Kerry Cup because you know oh, so yeah. many of these carry cup teams they give the reins to like the yeah sort of assistance and stuff anyway.
0: So you might be right but I'm, but I'm I'm
3: still hoping that he just leaves and goes to sale anyway like yeah. senior too
0: well of, the timing is weird right? Yeah, it's, it's a weird time to announce this like after a disaster super raby campaign where people have been calling for his head. Yeah, it doesn't look good. So anyway, yeah, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, Sean Everett has a bit more luck in Curry Cup. Um, I like I like what you're talking about. I like the fact that they do give up-and-coming
1: coaches the Curry Cup. Um, yeah.
2: Then, but, but do
1: um, do you think that kind of mm-hmm. that kind of dents the the Curry Cup? Because I was talking to I was chatting with my mom uh, with my mom about this and saying how Curry Cup has become less and less. Prestigious, less and less important. Like I don't care about Curry Cup anymore. Hmm. Well, I do. I like it
0: because it's like I, one time. I love the, it. But, yeah, I like it because <laughs> the game, the, the tickets are cheaper, so like we can go. And you get and to see and, the players, Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> like, and that's the thing, right? So uh, I think our biggest problem in South Africa, in, in terms of rugby, at least, um, yeah, that's sorry, that's a whole other conversation. But our biggest problem with South African rugby at the moment is not really the like the player br- brain drain that people talk about, like losing all our best players overseas or whatever which is debatable in and of itself. Because um, we've seen from like the Junior Rugby World Cup and even Curry Cup and Vodacom Cup, we've got some fantastic young players coming through. So the, the conveyor belt is working with with young uh, playing talent. I think the biggest problem is coaches. So we don't have a coaching conveyor belt. That's where we fall off compared to the other teams like New Zealand especially. So I think it's really yeah. important to use Curry Cup as an opportunity to get young guys like... Well, you know, new, new names like Sean Everett and John Dobson, who's, who's taking over next year from the Stormers, get them some relatively high level experience. Because otherwise you are left with, I mean, okay, we've just been singing his praises. Harvey's free. Sounds like he's got a great rugby (laughs) CD and everything, but would you be comfortable taking him from Marty's and putting him straight into the Bulls, for example, super rugby level? Uh, I'd be a little bit uncomfortable. uh, uh, I'm happy, uh, I'm happy for him to go to Pro 14 for the Cheetahs. But I'd I'd be a little bit more sceptical if he was going straight into the Bulls head head coach or Stormers head coach position. So I think it's important to get some some Currie Cup level or or pro- But you're right, Bennett. Yeah,
3: it's become less prestigious like every single year.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean,
3: we may love it, but that's because we're weird like that.
0: Yeah, I guess. yeah, we it's our fetish. Um, <laughs> okay, so I'll go to the last coaching story which is probably the biggest one to be honest um, Colin Cooper is stepping away from the Chiefs Colin Cooper head coach for the Chiefs in Super Rugby um, and he is going to be replaced by a Warren Gatland
1: which is huge um, but what? Only, only in August 2020 though uh, no
0: he's I think he's, he's taking over from next year. He's taking time off from August 2020. Oh, uh,
1: from August.
0: Yeah, so, he's, uh, okay. so obviously Gat, we spoke about how Gatlin has been appointed as the British and Irish Lions coach again uh, for the third consecutive tour. And he's ending his 11-year stint with Wales, which has been, I think, a, a rousing success. He's transformed Wales into like a real contender. And sure. I think he's joining the Chiefs from next year, so almost with immediate effect. And he takes time off to do the British and Irish Lions. And then he's back for the 2022-2023 season. So he's only missing for 2021. Because uh, that's when the Lions are touring South Africa. Which is going to be great. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so huge. That's a huge get for the Chiefs. Um, coming off the back of a, a bit of a roller coaster of a Super Rugby season. Um, I don't know if we really did it justice when we spoke about it two weeks ago or whenever. But they started off. Yeah. It does feel like they? Like, in, in, in a way, in a yeah. way, the Super
1: Rugby season balances out to kind of what we expected, but they did it in a weird way.
0: Yeah, I mean, they got there in the end, right? But they had a terrible start. I mean, they lost so many of their first games. They had they started the season without one of their better players from last year, which was Solomon Alamalo, and obviously without Sam Kane, who recovered from a broken neck of all things. Uh, Brody Ritalik had like a couple of rest weeks, a couple of injuries. Obviously, the the season-ending injury for Damian McKenzie was a massive blow, and they had to play out the season with like Studdy and um, who else did they bring in a 10?
1: Debrusini.
0: Yeah, um, Debrusini. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. it was a rough season, but they you know they made the playoffs. So if that's what they can do with you know Colin Cooper, who's a, you know decent coach, and that many injuries, just imagine if they get if they have a clean bill of health. So they got guys like Luke Jacobson fit and firing. Yeah. Damien McKenzie back to his, his best. Solomon Alamalu, And yeah, then you bring in
1: Warren Gatlin with all his experience. I mean, geez. I yeah,
2: reckon, yeah, they
1: have some I reckon as well, like, you, if you're thinking about maybe leaving and then you're like, Gatlin's going to coach, yeah, you'll geez. be like, shit, like, like a year of being coached by Gatlin on your CV it probably looks very yeah. impressive. And
0: I wonder. I mean, that's yeah. a good point. Like the just the star power of a coach like that. I wonder if there's any guys from other unions who are like coming off contracts. Do you, do
3: you reckon he's going to do a Rob prayer and get uh, Brin to be the flower?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I saw something on Twitter about that. It's like, uh, yeah. So so Warren, a uh, uh, Bowden Barrett or Richie Moanga, Bryn Gatlin. Yeah,
0: Bryn Gatlin, <laughs> best best from in Zealand. Oh well,
1: well pre- presumably this is Gatlin's the start of his. Bid to take over the All Blacks.
0: Yeah,
3: I mean, it I seems so. like you know, but it it's long like term, right?
1: Yeah, well, they've got
0: him until twenty twenty three. The Chiefs. But so who, who's no, going to no, be the All, All Blacks No, but I mean, so
1: so I, I think
0: mm. Colin Cooper, Scott Robinson, <laughs> he's available. Javi's free, maybe. Um, but I think uh, the, the one of the assistants <laughs> the, is being
3: lined <laughs> the, up. Javi, going to regret
1: signing that cheaters contract <laughs> now.
0: <laughs> 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 you better hope they don't have the same lawyer <laughs> as the Stormers. Maybe you can get out of it.
1: But, yeah, so...
0: <laughs> Yo, I mean, yeah, maybe if, flick! Flick! But if you think about it, I mean, so, <laughs> let's do a quick brainstorm. Like, what's what are the weakest positions at the Chiefs? Um, hooker?
3: It, well, potentially fly off if McKenzie doesn't play there.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, Hooker?
0: Hooker, they could use... Um, uh, they're pretty good in setting. 13.
1: Their... Uh, like
0: they're, they're, and, and they like, like Tamu like, uh, drop-off. I think they could use another outside <laughs> so back. they got
1: Weber and, at the top.
0: They could use another outside back. Yeah, so they've got, the, they've got Weber and, and Tatora, Tahirangi as his backup. So, I
1: don't yeah. know, like, Sean They should probably do with, a, with, like, a proper, uh, like, an 8th man.
0: Yeah, because Adron's kind of a stopgap. Although, I think once Luke, Luke Jacobson gets a few seasons in, I think he'll hold yeah. the position. But down. also Peter Gus. I, I don't so feel like, he's, yeah, I so don't feel he's a, an 8th man, no, I, I, I'm with so you. Good. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I think um, that they, they're most desperate oh, they're, they're in they're, outside they're... backs because they got got Malu, um, Yeah. And then they've got a whole lot of guys who kind of can play there and are maybe okay, going to be good. Sean Stevenson Nona is amazing. Okay, That's Sean me. Stevenson's not that good. Um, <laughs> uh, Sean Wainui, not that good. Then Atene <sighs> it, Nana, Saturo and Atatomo Moyakiola, Like, they probably a year or good two. Good youngsters,
2: yeah. Good youngsters, but like a year or two. Here
0: away from being where they need to be maybe um I don't know so like maybe it's a long shot but if you're someone like like Brayden Enor or Will Jordan like one of these one of these crusaders outside backs who's struggling to get game time and you get to go play with like, that Yeah, I'm, I'd be tempted. I
3: hate the Crusaders. I don't know what they do, but I feel like people love them so much that they don't want to leave, even if they're not getting game time. Yeah, like, they just love being down there.
1: They're basically the Bulls. Do you know of, what? Of I, 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 I want to see. You know this this guy this this list. What's his name? Fine the, the outside yeah, okay. back the...
0: Fine guy. No, I, I, I want to see him because I reckon he is. heat. no, he's not. Like... He's not. Ben, if you watch the under 20s okay. I mean, fuck. fact, this is going to be another one of those things where you he ends up being like the top point scorer next year in yeah about. wait put him in the crusader just, no, system and he'll probably a
1: hat trick on his debut
0: yeah I'm sure he will but like I, I don't know I my grand could probably do that but she's a beast uh, I, I, I
1: like to think of him you know you do know, like in a Jackie Chang movie when like everyone's fighting Jackie and then there's one guy just chilling at the back
0: and <laughs> yeah. it turns
1: out he's the best fighter <laughs> I, I like to think of Lester like him
0: no, it's just, and he's know.
1: got a brother too right Does he's supposedly he? pretty good yeah. Let we'll me look this up. Draft pick. What's his brother? New, Newcastle? I see. Bristol. Right,
0: Bristol Fine Guy Naku. Interesting. Um, <laughs>
1: Bristol's got a cool name, actually. No, his
0: name's Tima. Wait, for real? No, no, no. His, <laughs> okay. name, his name's Timo, and he's a bit older, actually. He plays for Perpignan. Uh, okay. He plays in France. Oh, uh, he's left already. Yeah. But anyway, I'm so fucked. he... I don't know. Fine Guy Naku did not impress me during the Junior World Cup. Um... We, I, I think i mentioned this like he just looked like a bit of a flat track bully and i thought it w- looked like a much more complete prospect so i'm quite excited about him but anyway so yeah i don't know i just if i was a young up-and-comer in new zealand struggling to find game time i would be looking toward the chiefs for sure uh yeah anyway um mm-hmm. let's move on uh that we're done with the coach news uh, a little bit of player movement. Apparently, the Reds might be getting James O'Connor back. That's a rumor that's been going around.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. Like what? What are Thorn the? What are the cho- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Brad, Brad will punch James O'Connor before the end of his first week.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, come on! Like you. I. I that would actually. Here.
0: We, we could do this for like for like season five of our reality TV show. We can have basically like you get all the you get all like the the baddest boys of rugby into like a team and you get Brad big bad Brad Thorne to coach them and he's like he's got to get them game that's ready
1: within like 3 yeah. months no, but but that's the thing like like you saw with Quaid. he didn't try and fix Quaid. he no. just said fuck off yeah but that's what why why is O'Connor to... different yeah. like O'Connor was on as much money mm. uh, like you know it's not like they're like, oh no, let's tell Quay to fuck off and save money. No, you still had to pay him. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't know if I was on. If I was like the accountant for the Reds, I would be tearing my hair out. We, that's that's why. Oh, what so need, uh... so this guy we paying like half our salary cap. Yeah. What are we doing with him? No, no, he's playing club rugby. Mm. Why? Oh no, Brad doesn't like him. Come on.
0: <laughs> Brad pretty just didn't take a salary for that year to make up for it. He was like, fuck it, I'll I'll not get paid. That's how desperate I am Pretend. to not pay, yeah. Yeah. not play Craig Cooper. But that, this is why you need, to, you need to put him in point. the... Yeah, you need to put him in the in the reality TV environment, Ben, so he doesn't have a choice. And he's got to deal with,
1: like, James O'Connor... No, no, but, but that's Cipriani. the thing. He, he has a choice. Like, he's just going to say, no, I don't fucking want James O'Connor.
0: Yeah. All right, so, yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, for me, it's even worse because Quaid had a bad attitude off the field for the most part. But on the field, like, he... You know, we've seen for the Rebels, like, he, he likes to play rugby. Like, he's... He's generally like a good guy to have in a squad, I I feel like. People like the players like him. Coaches might not like him but mm. the players like him. And I think he's matured a bit too. Yeah. Whereas James O'Connor Yeah,
1: no, no wait wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, But I mean the last time we saw James O'Connor, like he was a a really toxic influence like in the squad as well, not just for the coaching stuff. Like he just wasn't a good guy to have around. So I don't know, like maybe didn't, he's got he have, his... didn't
1: he have some cocaine or something as well?
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah, because we know Brad Thorne doesn't mind that. He's like, ah, cocaine's whatever. Like, I'm not going to kick you off even if you're, like, the 100-cap captain for the squad, like James Slipper or, you know, like, he's got a problem with cocaine. Um, anyway,
1: uh, yeah. So, 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 so honestly, if, if Quade Cooper and James Slipper had a baby, it would be James O'Connor. <laughs> and a lot of cocaine. Yes. And, and a whole lot of
2: cocaine, yeah.
1: Two, two... <laughs> yeah, two two players that, that Brad thought pretty much told to fuck off and somehow they're hoping the combination of them will just slide right <laughs> yeah. into the team dynamic well
0: like, <laughs> yeah so speaking of cocaine I'm just gonna I'm gonna use that to snowball right into the next news story which is Troubles at Toyota Viblitz um, are com- <laughs> okay. compiling uh, as a second player is arrested for cocaine possession um, I'm not gonna name names most of all because I don't have the link open in my browser at the moment. But also because I, I don't want to get to <laughs> We are not afraid to name names, <laughs> by the
1: way.
0: Some sort of New
3: Zealand. It Remember, was, yeah. there was, was, was an Australian
1: match-fixing thing and they're just speculating.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely like an e New Zealand player.
0: Yeah, it was some random New Zealand guy. But it, anyway, so it's the second player. They've, they've already withdrawn from the top league. Uh, after the. I don't cup, think the that's the... It,
3: wasn't it just the cup?
0: Oh, it's it just the cup, cup oh, that okay, they're
3: okay. playing at the moment uh, okay, yeah. but I'm not did sure they withdrew
0: yeah, why did they withdraw well they withdrew because of the dishonor of the first player who was arrested for cocaine possession um and at the time oh. everyone speculated that there was a bit more to the story and now it turns out that Jake White's been um hosting this these secret cocaine parties um, so that's
3: Jake White's name uh,
0: yeah uh, again not not wanting to name you, names you, you,
1: you but Jake White you mean Jake, Jake, you is mean Jake White Powder
0: the, uh, yeah Jake White <laughs> of World Cup World Cup winning powder um yeah, I don't wanna, I don't want to like name names or anything like that, but definitely Jake White has been hosting cocaine parties. <laughs>
1: Jake White's a big cocaine. Co- yeah, he's sheep. at the center of this definitely massive cocaine
0: cocaine smuggling ring. Uh, like this is just the tip of the of oh, the iceberg. Do you um, know what J-
1: Jake White could reveal it? Like he does cocaine every day, halfway through his book, and it would be fine because no one fucking reads it because it's shit. <laughs> yeah, and he'd say while something about the World Cup while doing it.
0: Yeah, exactly I wouldn't have gotten through the World
3: Cup well, like He, I he
1: definitely filled up the weekend. William Will Ellis Trophy to the brim with white stuff and just buried his face in it Yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: So anyway Jake White's players are going mad on the white stuff um, That's that news um, Then a bit more player news Nick Groom is leaving the Lions and going to Edinburgh
2: Yeah um,
0: So, okay Cool uh then finally shot is, is Nick is Nick
1: Groom capped for South Africa? No.
0: He's been so
3: disappointing for the Lions. Every time I see him, he just like he's just not very good at all. He's, he's a
1: player not, that I I'm feel not
0: disappointed like, that he's leaving. I feel like he just never lived up to his to his potential.
1: Uh I don't think I don't think there was ever there was ever too much hype with Nick Groom. There was a bit. Like for a while you know, he was
0: he was like he was a bit like a poor man's Aaron Smith in the sense that he did the basics right. Like he wasn't he wasn't trying to be like a Fuff or a
3: Yeah, like he, a wasn't, he wasn't trying hero. to be a hero.
0: Yeah, he was just like but, a, he'd jump at the rack and he'd get a good pass away, and that was kind of fine. But he just wasn't that good. So
1: him and Raina. Do you do you want to do you want to do you hey, want a story right? about Nick Crew? Yeah. Okay.
0: Go
1: ahead. You know, you know, Nick Crew went to UCT, obviously. Yes, we're we, yeah. we're all at UCT. So, Three of us were at
0: he... UCT together, Ben. We know this for the same reason you do. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I'm telling. I'm telling the listeners. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, so so he he, he was at a, he was at a few lectures with Joe, my wife, mm-hmm. and Joe Joe called him Luke for three years. Okay, <laughs> she didn't know his name. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, you would be like you like hi Joe. She would be like hi Luke, and just carry on. <laughs> And like and then one day she did it when she was with Farah, and Farah's like. John, that's Nick Groom, he's basically a professional rugby player. She's like, uh, uh, next day, hi, Luke.
0: Pharaoh like, <laughs> 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 um, uh, must have been so ticked off about that. That would be been like blasphemy, blasphemy for him. Because he benched behind Groom for the Ikees, didn't he? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he would have reducted him a little. I mean,
0: and he had he was good for the Ikees. Didn't he win that great game? He was part of that, that squad that won that fantastic Fastly Cup final for us?
1: Yo, yeah, I think I think there's really know. good at like UCT level. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, but I, I, fe- I feel that there's a step up in varsity cup and. No, yeah, but definitely. so so he doesn't he hasn't been capped for the Springboks. Yeah.
3: Mm. But the thing is, he he came back to play for the Lions to try and make the Springboks squad, right? And Reina was the guy behind. No, who but left I
1: mean, do, yes, do you think yeah. he's going to play for Scotland then?
0: Uh, no. So he, I looked at his. He's played for SAA. Um, but, I mean, fuck knows what that counts for these days. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I do he, he might, I don't, think
1: might he'll play a, a I don't know if he has links to Scotland he's,
0: the... he's 29 already, so if he was trying to qualify through residency, he'd be like 35 or 34, however long yeah. it takes. I don't think, I don't think it'll happen. I think, I,
3: I think I'd rather play like a 50-year-old Greg Laidlaw.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. For me, like, Nick Room represents like a very... He's like a classic UCT player um who kind of makes it it to up and a little bit of superb yeah like, like
1: well well, well coached, tries hard yeah, is yeah. likable like the boat, yeah. yeah exactly
0: like so i'm i'm glad i'm glad that he's still milking his career for a bit more i think he's he's doing better than expected um, anyway enough said about that um okay then probably the big news domestically uh, is the Expansion of the Buck camp to add players from the Sharks and the Bulls. They had the week off following yeah. their semi finals. Um, I've got it open here. So, guys not considered were Ron Buerta, Dan Dupre, Warren Whiteley, Damien Filmser, Jan Serfentain. Yeah, I don't know why they fucking mentioned Jan Serfentain. I think they were just getting spammed by people asking where he was.
3: I, I don't like that they mentioned Ron Buerta there either.
0: Yeah. I, but, I mean, full with locks. Because they've called um, up, they've called up Elstad, right? Is
3: and Ori it... is also in the squad. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we, they're we're scraping the, the a, barrel, I guess. Yeah, we're not looking yeah.
0: good. I, I don't know. Would you rather have Ori or or Boeta?
3: Uh, Ori.
0: Okay, I'm close. Like, I uh, for me, it's Ari. it's like fifty-fifty. I, 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 I think if I had, but I think if I had mean, pick, is the more physical it, one. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so uh, I'll just read the. It
1: depends who you pair them with, though, because I'd rather have Ori paired with Eben... Eben, yeah. But yeah. I would rather have yeah, yeah, Butter paired with Orjea. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. They're different. They're different locks.
0: Yeah.
1: Fair. fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So, so is a four lock and uh, is a five. five yeah.
0: Okay. yeah. So I are only through the new names. Uh, so Skalpertz is back. Um, fair enough. Lourdiache sounds like he's recovered. I guess. Um, so that's pretty yeah. much
3: needed. Yeah.
0: yeah. Thomas DeToy is there, but uh, Kuni Oostezen isn't, which is super weird. It's
3: quite big, so yeah. Maybe well,
0: what, what happened to Kuni? Kuni he's hasn't been...
3: played for a while now, huh? Yeah,
0: yeah so he's just, I, I don't know. But I, I think Thomas Detoyas
3: preferred because he plays on both sides now, Yeah, and I was, Kuni I was,
0: doesn't, which I was is about to very say. silly. Yeah, I was about to say, so <laughs> I think think is maybe the, he's like the prop joker. Um, Swimming boat, so sort yeah. of. Then Lizo Poboka he's there as a Lucy, so that's fantastic.
3: That's good. I'm yeah. um, very excited oh, for him. And Trevor.
0: Uh, I'm going alphabetically, but yeah, Trevor's there. Um, <laughs> okay, sorry. It's okay. Forgiven. Um, oh, Trevor was the next name. <laughs> uh, then Marvin, Marvin <laughs> uh he was already there. Krachal was already there. Achir of course, the Mad Hatter. And then finally Dwayne Vermeulen in the forwards. So that's all pretty standard. No sharks other than Thomas Tutorial. And
3: uh, Francois Lowe? Did you say Francois Lowe? No, I didn't. Fuck him. Because he just came in too, yeah.
0: Yeah, but fuck him.
3: Um, but because of injuries, he's probably going to play, which is quite worrying, I think.
1: Well, we don't. Yeah, well, do you think he'll start over Marcel Kutsia? I don't
3: yeah. think I'll yeah, start Yeah, surely
1: surely, 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 surely you will want to see Marcel Kutsia have a run. Mm. Hope so. Hope so.
0: I
3: hope so. I don't know, though.
0: It's gonna be really interesting. I'm looking forward to. Oh.
3: Sorry,
1: oh, you guys lured me into talking about selection.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, got you, Ben.
1: You the <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll do this in more detail after the Super Rugby campaign <laughs> ends, and we can theory craft a little
1: bit. Uh, yeah, so let me just run through it, the backs.
0: Lucanio Am, Warcalant, yeah, didn't have a great year. Jesse Creel, good, back from injury. Uh, Mapimpi, Spumkosi, no surprise there Andre Pollard, no surprise there Yeah, I think that's about it uh, Of the new new names So yeah, we'll be interested in to keep an eye on that And see what Rossi comes up with uh, Cool, guys, unless there's anything to oh, add dammit. That's the end of the news
3: uh, I just want to ask, so do you guys think that Jean-Luc Dupre was bad So bad this season that he's not being considered or something else? Because uh, he's not on the injured list, yeah, but obviously he. he
0: sure, I mean that's weird. Because drains because he's only, not because he's Dwayne's the only specialist number eight.
3: Well, Dan Dupree is on the injured list, right? Yeah, yeah. So Dan he's... Dupree
0: but John. Jean... Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're looking at, at blindside, side, but I mean,
3: but So is... I
0: I feel like they gave his position to Elstad. Which is really,
1: yeah, which I is think really so too. fucking weird. Um, oh, I hate that Oh my that god, decision. that's backwards yeah.
0: thinking. That's I
3: terrible hate that hey? too, yeah.
1: yeah, and I, I don't.
3: Th- I mean, Jean Luc Deprey wasn't as good as he was last season, but he wasn't that bad, was he?
1: I I would say Jean Luc Deprey is one of the few players we have that could make the All Blacks.
3: I think so too. Mm, yeah, in, well, just in
1: that position. In that position, definitely. yeah. So
0: it's a positional comparative advantage, but so, yeah, because yeah, I
1: would say he's better than Squire.
0: Yeah, I think so too. But ask yourself this: If Jean Luc Dupriau wasn't already a springbok, would you make him one after the
1: season?
3: No, I hate that shit. Fuck that. (laughs) No,
1: but but yeah, but like we we know the thing is like this season isn't a reflection of what he can do. Like we know he's better than this season.
0: Yeah, but I think I think maybe Rossi's just saying like it's a World Cup year. We're less than hundred days out. I don't care what you've done in the past. I'm looking on form alone. Um, okay, but then you got a guy like Francois Lowe, the guy like Francois Stan, who's not really in, in on form. I don't think. Uh, so I don't know. I, I don't yeah. like it. I don't it's like.
3: It's hard it, to tell but, yeah. with the foreign guys because we don't watch enough of it. Yeah. Uh, like even El apparently he's been really good. but it's like have to take their word for it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm 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 not happy about that. But anyway, what can we do? Um, Hopefully I'll start just, uh, I don't know. I was I was going to say gets injured, but obviously we don't want that. Or do we? <laughs> uh, let's... Maybe we'll see if we can get Antson Gorma on it. See if he can get Johnny to pre-end. Um, okay. I think we're done with the news, okay. guys. Are you guys happy to move on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The next item on the agenda, uh, on the running order, is Ben's big idea. dee Ben? Sponsor pending. Uh... Ben's big idea is sponsored by either Ben Smith, Ben and Jerry's, or Ben May, uh, depending on who gets back to us first. Um, hopefully, before yep. this goes out to air, we'll get an answer to our uh, our DMs on Twitter. And hopefully, Ben Smith. Hopefully, Ben Smith. That would be good. Oh God! Like yeah. Ben... Well, then we could we could play off
1: the whole Ben from Tax Ben from Accounts thing yeah. as well. Like
0: Ben and Jerry's. I mean, let's not sell short there. They got they got a lot <laughs> more marketing power behind them than Ben from Accounts.
1: But, what we get free ice cream? I don't know. We like I said. Oh, no. we're, Wouldn't we're waiting... it have melted by the time it gets over? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, look, we have technology these days. But look, I like I said, we're waiting for them to get back to us. It's a race to the finish. Um, yeah, it could be anyone. It could, it, it could still be Ben May, right? So yeah, like it's, it's Matt,
1: Matt. would like
0: that. It's anyone's guess. It could be anyone. Uh, hopefully, by the time <laughs> this podcast goes out to air, we have an answer. I'm sure we will. Not like they're not going to sit on a on a deal like this. Someone's going to jump on it. So, by that time, God. we'll have an idea, and then we, we're going to go back. I'm going to ask Adam to come back to this point, and he'll do his his post-effect magic, and we'll just edit out whoever didn't get back to us. Because otherwise, it's awkward, right? Because then if you've been at Jerry's, and you hear that Ben May uh, was also in the running, and you just signed on for like this massive ice cream deal, and you're like, fuck, they didn't need to give us that much to outbid Ben May then it's going to be a legal problem. So in order to avoid that, we're going to make sure that Adam edits all of this out and it, we're just left with whoever the, the final sponsor ends up being. But so it's Ben's Adam, Big Idea. Adam
1: is a very conscious editor. Yeah, Adam's yeah, great. So he, anyway. he always
0: picks this stuff up. But Ben's Big Idea is sponsored by the Ben Smith, Ben & Jerry, or Ben May, depending on who gets back to or us Or Ben first. Lam, maybe. Or uh, Ben Lam. No, no, no. no, no.
1: What, what about, what about Benny is that sh- that sushi place in, um, or that tapenaki <laughs> place in America?
0: Are those the shirts, like the Hawaiian shirts? Benihana?
1: I or, thought Benihana was like a restaurant in America.
0: I don't know. But anyway... So, okay,
1: anyway, well, let, let's not muddy the water here. Yeah, anyway, so, okay, so...
0: Ben, hit us with my, the my best, big, idea. big
1: idea. I big idea. I think the, it's, it's explained in the title. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to have a big idea every week. I generally have a, one big idea a week, but it's not always podcast-related. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's always... Load of shit, <laughs> but my, my my big idea for this week is that instead of basing um, the home Super Rugby who gets home playoffs on um, on like win records, points, whatever, what you... they should rather base it you on the crowd good. attendance throughout the season. So whoever's had the most people come and watch their matches, uh, they are given the they are given preference to home fi- home home playoffs basically. Nice. Mm. Yeah, what 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 got me thinking about this was I was watching the Highlanders, um I was watching sorry, I was watching the Crusaders. They had a, a quarter a semi-final against the Hurricanes. World class rugby. The stadium wasn't even full. Yeah. Yep. Highlanders on the other hand, had to, you know, slug it out against the shit team that is the Brumbies. Mm-hmm. They had a full stadium. Why yeah. the Crusaders don't deserve the final the Highlanders do. Hmm. So yeah. The, anyway, that that was, was so my yeah. yeah yeah that 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 was my my logic my logic behind it there. Yeah.
0: So I mean, we can, you know that the, really the, interesting. the Yeah.
1: the Quagari's fans would appreciate that final a lot more.
0: I don't think it would be. I don't think it should be the regular season. So cause I was saying to you, Ben, when you when you came up with this big idea, um, I was like, so first of all, my reaction was, wow, Ben, that is a big idea. And big, then big. That's that's a real. imagine thing.
1: a sponsor got hold of that, how much money yeah. they could make. I was like, a that is a, that's like a that. money
0: maker, Ben. Um, and then, <laughs> but then yeah. my next my next reaction was like, okay, I'm gonna play devil's advocate, because if we're saying the best regular attendance, regular season attendance, then doesn't that kind of incentivize teams to just be like fucking open the gates, you know, free tickets for everyone, just to like try yeah. to the home playoffs? And yeah, then when, but, you, when you get it in the playoffs,
3: I, I think. But what's wrong with that yeah.
0: well no well no, i it's,
1: think that's it's, awesome. it's not... we have a full stadium
0: i mean okay you know i'm i'm not the tax accountant here Ben, but i i think that maybe giving away free tickets to every game is not a money maker um...
1: no no but but, but, but what what i'm saying is i think like you and fool were, were just complaining about the price of super rugby tickets
0: sure so there's a middle ground right so
1: you, you make them cheaper but you yeah, know, yeah, you know so, don't give so away. what what i'm saying instead of making the tickets Instead of selling say ten thousand tickets for two hundred rand, yeah, rather sell a hundred thousand tickets for twenty rand. Yes. If you they... make the same amount yeah. of if, money, if, and if you... I, I would argue you make more because you sell more concessions, you sell more merchandise, you... or just get people in the stadium, yeah, and then make money off them by selling them donuts and shit.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I mean sure. you, you're preaching to the convert Like I think rugby tickets definitely need to be cheaper and i mean we've spoken about this so much on and off air just how like the game day experience at least in in cape town is really pretty woeful con- considering what you pay for it um but yeah so but anyway so my my, my point is that like it, it becomes a bit of a race to the bottom um clubs start trying to like undercut each other to get their attendance up and end up like compromising their yeah. long-term financial sustainability and then, probably, if you do end up winning this race to the bottom and you get the home finals, you then fucking make tickets like a thousand rand each to try and recoup your losses from the season. And then, like, no one ends up going anywhere, right?
2: Well, so, I,
1: I, I would say by the, I would say by that point, the fans will be invested and they'll will be willing to not a thousand rand each, but obviously they would be willing to pay more for a final at that point.
0: Yeah, maybe. But anyway, so I was thinking with a, with a small tweak, your your big idea could be a huge idea, and I think it should basically be the semi-finals the, the winner of the, the whoever gets the best attendance in like the quarterfinals or the
1: semi-finals gets to have
0: or combined yeah or combined or whatever yeah you yeah, know so no no my
1: issue with that is that ellis park seats eighty thousand. yeah the uh, so you know so you could get to a point where your stadium lets you down well you, you can have well, it as like a percentage you know, it, right? yeah
3: and in Argentina, no, no, they could I go don't know. You mustn't have it as a stadium.
1: percentage. You just have it as an amount of people. But then, yeah, I, I guess, then they could move to the biggest stadium. They can move to the cricket stadium, whatever.
0: Yeah, but so, so a bit like if they can do that and still generate like this fucking amazing crowd, then all the more reason for them to host the final. I think they should. Like, if yeah. they can, if they can play. A f- Imagine if the Haguaro's got a home final against the Crusaders and played again in, in front of a crowd of a hundred thousand. That's, Cause that's doable at, at those big football stadiums. Yeah. No. What's the size of the football I stadium mean, in Buenos Aires for?
3: It's like huge. I think it's like or 90, or 90, yeah.
0: I'm looking it up right now. Uh, Estadio <laughs> Pedro. List of football stadiums in Argentina. Okay, this is better. Okay. Uh, but they haven't hosted
3: a World Cup, I guess. Okay,
0: recently. so the capacity is not that big. 66,000.
1: Yeah, but still, that would be uh, fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> so that's where River played. So that's where Argentina played all their football matches, international football matches. And that's in Buenos Aires. Uh. So if they played at the Monumental Antonio v. Liberty, then they could have a crowd of 66,000 compared to Christchurch Rugby Stadium. Uh, it's like uh,
1: 19 or something, is 18, it?
0: 18,000. Yeah, so it's a quarter.
1: Eighteen thousand, half of these standing in
0: the.
3: That's singing. fucking to be pathetic, fair, they're yeah, old and that's they all saying to get hit by an earthquake.
1: Yeah, but I mean, yeah, were, but they they old stadium wasn't much bigger, was it? Uh, I don't
0: know. Anyway, so, so well, but they they didn't even fill those nineteen thousand to the play thing. the Hurricanes. That's, that's the thing, right? So that's if if they that's get a, so if they're like. sold out, it's eighteen thousand people. If and if you're not going to sell out against the Hurricanes, I don't think you're going to sell out against the Huggaroos.
3: I yeah. think they will because it's a final, they'll make like enough of an event out of it, but still, it's pretty sad. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so I don't know, I, I don't think, anyway, so I don't think you should have the regular season attendance counting. But I do think that once you get to the playoffs, the teams that have the the best home crowds should get to keep their home
1: privilege. No, over, I, I over think, I think, I think you should do it over the whole season. And let the, <laughs> let the fans know, like it's on them. Yeah. Or, and
3: I'm sure some, some of the teams would still just charge normal ones and say fuck it, we're not going to compete, we're not even going to make the playoffs
1: yeah <laughs> sure. I think that's defeatist, the and then like, the fans will say it's certain yeah oh. <laughs> yeah, that does become like a
0: self-fulfilling prophecy if you charge people money to watch your games because you think you're going to lose anyway and then you've got a shit crowd dynamic and then you end up losing because your stadium environment shit yeah, anyway
2: Alright, anyway, so... Definitely, the
1: Stormers would definitely do that. I
0: yeah. oh, okay. guarantee <laughs> yeah, you right now, like Stormers, Stormers would be the first to do that. And also, they don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stormers would
1: up their prices
0: <laughs> somehow. They'll be
1: like, no, and then we can just blame the fans when we lose. And then go bankrupt.
0: Uh, Alright, <laughs> so that was Ben's Big Ideas. No sponsored by bankrupt. either Ben Smith, Ben & Jerry's, or Ben made, depending on who gets back to us first. Um, right, we've done a bit of a segue. Let's talk about the games, the main attraction. Haguaris versus the Brumbies, this was played, let me buy myself some time while I look up the match stats, it was played in in Buenos Aires at one o'clock in the morning South African time, Um, it was a game of rugby that took place (laughs) (laughs) between the Haguaris who are from Argentina and the Brumbies, scroll down, scroll down, uh, who are from Canberra in Australia. And we have uh, the match report in front of us. The final score was 39-7 yeah. to the Haguaros. Halftime score. Who, who, was the, the, who was the ref? The ref was Mike Fraser from New Zealand. Assistant Referee, He's... Glenn Jackson. Assistant Referee 2, Federico Ansalmi. TMO, Santiago Borsani. Do you have any other I questions? I think Mike Fraser's go?
3: OK. He's like, fine.
2: Mm. It's just
0: yeah. I feel like we've yeah. lost we've lost perspective on what a, what a good referee is these days.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, I was. I, th- I think we'll get there later. But my favorite is do, the, do you the think, other side.
1: Hmm. So Ben, do you think the hands are a bit tight now? Like the rules are just so complicated and subjective, and like but, uh, you are, can't actually have a good game as a referee. Like, are pretty the, much. Are the rules that
0: complicated and subjective? Like I, I think there's a lot of uh, subjectivity, but. I mean, I think the rules are that complicated, are they? They're definitely
3: subjective. Maybe they're not sub- that complicated, are yeah. Yeah,
0: I'm with you on that. But, like, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, so, um, Phil, you watched the extended highlights. I don't recently.
1: know, Alex. I, 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 didn't know a, I didn't know what a knock-on was in the but Hurricanes you... game, so what do I know?
0: <laughs> but you did. We had this conversation. You were the one who, because who, I said... I thought it was the whole thing. but I, I must have forgotten. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you just got a bad memory because we said ages ago we had this argument or like this discussion and I was adamant, well, I was semi-adamant that it was anywhere on the torso, like your shoulder, your chest and then you were the one who put me right and said, no, it's, it has to be your arms, your hands. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. So, Phil, do you want to tell us your thoughts on the, this game? Because I think you watched more of it than the rest of us.
3: Um, Yeah, sure. So the Brumbies were just really bad. They hardly showed up and not taking anything away from the Jaguares, They were really good. They started really strongly. They scored like a try within like the first five or 10 minutes. I think it was Kubeli and that just pretty much set the tone. They, you know, they rushed out of the blocks and then they tackled well and they took all their opportunities and the Brumbies just never got into the match. And at halftime, it was pretty much over already like they had a 20 point lead or something and Brumbies just never looked like getting back into the match
1: yeah so So, uh, did it look like the Brumbies wanted to get into the match like mm you like I only watched the highlights
3: I mean they had like a little bit of a resurgence I think just after halftime or something but then I think the Hagueros scored off a break and it just like killed them so
0: yeah so I saw Orlando scored he had a double um yeah, and scored very well in fantasy. He's, what did we have him at? Like ninety four, ninety five.
3: Yeah, he was the top scorer for sure. Yeah,
0: so he did really, really well. Oh. Um, with Fainga the only try scorer for the Brambies, so not a very yeah. And
3: it wasn't even enough It wasn't even up a rolling mall. It was just like yeah. close to the close to the line, well, bashing he lost, it over.
0: Didn't he lose like three to four lineouts?
3: Yeah, they were really weird Like yeah, because well, that
0: they're, that they're, was their strength. they were right? just contesting the lineout, mm. and the Brambies were like, "What is this? Is this allowed?"
3: Yeah. But like I think it was Lavanini and Petit, both mm. of them stole like two or three each or whatever yeah. it was. And
0: well, Lavanini had a really good game because he scored a try as well. And then I was reading on Twitter apparently a couple of fights broke out, and Lavanini like just didn't get, <laughs> he just didn't get involved. He's, he's
3: such a weird player though, because he's actually pretty good. He's yeah. just an idiot,
0: like it, it, almost all the that time. About him. Like for the Pumas as well, like he's been a really good player, but he just spends like he was a walking yellow card. And it yeah. sounds like he's really uh, uh, I,
1: I, I think I think the problem is people know that and provoke him yeah yeah for
3: sure I mean size-wise, he can he like stands up to eben I think like pretty much like weight and height because he's the big one he's bigger than Petty, for sure right?
0: but he's I always thought he was like a bit of a bean pole no you're right he's <laughs> 130, he's 130 kg's sure he's a big you know. yeah so... Fuck so I'm, I'm looking at a picture of him and Iban grappling right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's like I googled, like I googled him, and, and like it's just him and Irwin, like both of each other's jerseys. Uh, <laughs> Ibn with his stupid grin on his face.
1: Can you see the clerk's blonde hair like by the elbows? There, there, okay, I...
0: there are three. <laughs> the first row of images when you Google Thomas Lovanini, not even Thomas, just Lovanini, of the first <laughs> row of images, three of them are him fighting with urban Izabith different photos on, on like, occasions like separate okay wait no two, these two look like the same occasion uh two, <laughs> at least two separate occasions but maybe maybe in the <laughs> same game
3: but yeah anyway this Is it the one when eben has got a huge smile or they're both well they
0: all, they're all <laughs> those are all of them <laughs>
1: happy, happy as a pig in shit eh? yeah
0: uh, and then this is, have you seen the one where Eben's making his like stupid like, his really stupid face. <laughs> I'll,
2: I'll watch but yeah, the,
3: other than that, the game was... I mean, the Brumbies were shit, but the game felt good because the, um, like the environment and the atmosphere was yeah. pretty amazing. Like, the crowd was singing the whole mm. time. They got so into it so early. Yeah. And the Brumbies, you, like, I mean, the Haguaris, they didn't stop playing till the end. And you yeah. could see when it finished, like, how much it meant to them and all of that. So
0: yeah. no, it looked I amazing. think that made...
3: That made it, and it makes a big difference. I think watching it at a reasonable time, like I still enjoyed it despite yeah. the Brumbies being shit, or maybe <laughs> because of that. Because of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if I I know if I watched it like at one o'clock in the morning, I I would have definitely not enjoyed it as much. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: But um, yeah, I mean, there was. Did, there did was you definitely... um Did you know the score?
3: I didn't. I managed to avoid all the spoilers. Nice. Just yeah. oh, that,
1: that's yeah, that's really good that's yeah. old school
3: full so fuck yeah, yeah fuck. <laughs> I mean I, I, I like woke up and watched it straight away so I didn't have to like you know
0: that's live. good yeah. but uh, yeah it did look like there was a fantastic atmosphere there was a video going around on twitter of um, like in the tunnel the Hug Rose team coming out from the changing room oh yeah, yeah. and yeah. like everyone like all the squad like the coaches everyone from the extended team it was like this, this pack of this horde of people really in the tunnel
2: yeah
0: and they were just jumping and singing and shouting and like there was such a vibe and then like the and they were like hit... all slapping each other. Yeah, yeah like, they were like... getting like <laughs> really amped up. They were so like they were getting physical. And then the Hagiwaras kind of run through them and these guys were just getting so amped up. It reminded me a little bit of like high school rugby, yeah. like for a first team game. Ben, like I'm sure you guys used to do something similar, it feels like uh, yeah, Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Like the
1: and like another Yeah, for, no, for no, the that, and, that,
0: yeah so like you don't you don't really see that kind of thing, like it's a bit sterile in the pros. With, like, you have some fireworks or whatever do, do, the did, did, they, okay did they,
1: they cut away or. to the Did they cut away to the brumbies change room after And they had their magician <laughs> there Entertaining them
0: Pulling rabbits out of hats And like, look at this <laughs> <Yeah. in it.">
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's what they needed eh?
0: And the dove was in it the whole time
1: um, yeah, so yeah, Pull Pocock out the hat <laughs> God, Yeah, pull him an extra
0: uh, Calf ligament if you can Do calves have ligaments? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying um, Anyway, For, so probably. Fantastic, yeah, atmosphere and like a really good advert. Advert, I think, for Argentina 2027. I think hopefully, yeah. I think we all. You no, know, really fuck!
1: Want... I'm going. I'm going to that because it's cheap. The steak's cheap. I'm loving yeah, it. 2027, I'm... Alex, you there?
0: I'm. I'm there, man. And like Phil, you know, if if if, if you can, if you can do well with Phil. If with you've his...
1: recovered from your Japanese trip financially. Well, if if right? Yeah. I am mean, over, I mean,
0: if Phil us in, years, right if, Phil, if Phil in is, is a is a success. And if this Ben and Jerry's sponsorship comes through, um, <laughs> then who knows, Phil? Maybe we can sponsor you to go across, even if we can't make it. You can be nice, nice. the correspondent. Actually, fuck that. You're We've going to We've got, got eight plan. years. No, fuck you. You're not going. I'm going instead.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, fuck. you do not it. Yeah. Uh, I've, re- okay. I've really got i I've really got a. I've really got a name for my. I've really got a name for my Argentine segment. It's going Whatever. to be called Ben there, Done
2: there. Uh, <laughs> 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 that's good. <laughs> but
3: you, but you can, well, How about you do France in four years' time?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, because my French is excellent. No, but I refuse to go to that one because I feel it will be supporting the France beat South Africa at that campaign narrative.
3: Okay, so you're just not going to go. Okay, cool. Uh,
1: can my segment be tar-, tar and Wide? Tar and Wide? Okay, you can go to France with Tar and Wide. <laughs> fill me f- f- <laughs> Japan with, f- with Fill me in, and I'll Wait. be in Argentina with Ben there done that. Okay? Wait, I've got, I've got a better one. I've
0: got a better one. Uh, tar and Wide. Taurin was naked What about near TAR, wherever you are? <laughs> Is that
2: better? Okay.
1: I'm maybe on if, okay. maybe it. Maybe if you Adam. sing
0: some Slendian. <laughs> you don't care as long as I go to France and go <laughs> to Argentina.
2: <laughs>
1: then uh, Adam can be in the next whatever the 2031 one and uh, trailing in my wake field.
2: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that's better
1: than anything he'll come up with. So I'm I'm good on that
2: oh
3: yeah i forgot to tell him that that was awful <laughs> it is awful
1: <laughs> I, although i didn't i didn't do that. <laughs> and then no, it, I, think is, it was, I think we i think
0: we bagged it over is is matt's gonna be the, the matt report like the match report
1: no it, in in the end it doesn't really matter <laughs> okay <laughs> that's
0: good <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's what's
1: ants? No, r- rugby's all that matters. Maybe something like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. But that that that's a long time from now. Like we could be dead. Well, we're no, going oh we're God.
0: going into like 2031, and then when, they're, I, I'm when assuming, they're hosting on Mars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if we if they do host it on Mars, that would be perfect because then we can send Matt, and he can do Mars attacks. Yeah, fair enough. <Okay. laughs> uh, and then we'll think of a good one for. Okay, ants. cool. Uh, done <laughs> sorry Ant we, our creative juices are running low but we we promise to send you to a world cup in, in like 40-40 or 20-40 uh,
1: <laughs> sure. to
0: make it up to you 20
1: what would it be 20 uh, I don't know my, <coughs> my mess South Africa should have won one by then we can send Ant to that one save us somebody yeah
0: Um. cool uh, so yeah, hopefully uh, I'll for yeah for goodness sake yeah for goodness sake that's good I like that <laughs> Okay, let's get to the game that's worth talking about: Crusaders versus Hurricanes. Okay. Saturday morning, where were you when it happened, Ben?
1: I was in my lounge, where, where I am now
0: actually. Okay. Well, I, I remember when I was when it happened. I was um, also in my lounge. For when, where were you when it happened?
3: Also,
0: same lounge. Okay. Watching. Wow, that's a crazy that coincidence. Good. Look at us in our lounges. Um, so it was. That was. Whew, that was an experience, eh, watching that game. Uh, I felt closer to Israel Falau than I ever have. Um, <laughs> it started off pretty one. Start,
3: start, it started off slowly, yeah.
1: yeah so. It
0: it was very like methodical, it was like classic Crusaders, yeah, it was like
1: them test it was it was like a boxing match, then yeah, like a lot of first kicking, half yeah. it was like mm. testing each other out.
0: Yeah, the, then
1: Spence. they just started wailing on each other straight away. Yeah, it just felt
0: like Canes were like kicking everything away and like it just like no matter and where not they put very well, yeah. Yeah, not very well. Like and no matter where they put it, George Bridge was there. George Bridge was under every single highball. He must he he took
3: like five at least highballs in the yeah. first
0: half. He was his positioning was excellent, but I mean Barrett and Barrett were really just not testing him <laughs> very much. Um,
3: yeah.
0: Barrett and Barrett Incorporated. And yeah, like the game the first half was very much advantage Crusaders. Just grinding them down, like spending the whole half playing in the Crusaders half of the field. And then taking opportunities, Moanga, yeah. Moanga getting some early I think did he get the penalty first? It was three 0 And then we yeah. saw the beautiful try to Sevi which was uh, the cross, uh, cross, field, cross kick. Yeah, the the cot the crotfield kick. Um, <laughs> which was pitch that was just perfect. And I think was that the try where where Reese kinda of stumbled? Yeah, and... so he took it
3: really well. Yeah, also. he like, like it, it, it wasn't his... easy.
0: Yeah, he picked it up off his bootlaces in full flight. Because
3: he sh- he he really should have kicked it because it was that low, but he like yeah. went for the risky move. Yeah, but, but I it mean, came off.
0: But how's his balance? Like, jeez, imagine keeping your balance at that speed while picking up a ball off the turf. Like, jeez, he's a good athlete, eh? Hey?
1: But uh, I I I was trying to think that because what makes Seviers so good at scoring tries? Well, so because so, Severus, for his, he's not exceptionally fast.
3: He's not exceptionally big, and, yeah, and he's definitely.
1: not, and he's not exceptionally big. If he mm. seems strong; like he seems like yeah, he packs a. He's yeah, also angry, a punch like for his weight. He's got the anger. Yeah, fuck, his but girlfriend he knows about
3: that. Um, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> but he's definitely got that something else. Like he's got that. It allegedly,
1: factor. no, no, not allegedly. He was convicted. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, um, I think he admitted to it or something. But uh, Yeah, but he's got he's got like he's got good instincts for the trial line, Severus as well. Yeah, definitely.
0: Just to be clear, like whether or not yeah, he admitted, sorry, sorry, I'm, anyway. I'm, I'm fully prepared to believe that he's guilty, like I, I have no doubt that uh
2: Um
0: yeah, you know, don't want to get sued. Um actually we do want to get sued, that's part of our business plan. <laughs> we, yeah, we 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 <laughs> struggle. No, to... no yeah, maybe someone will come after
1: sue us if we harass them enough. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs>
0: okay. yeah. Maybe Ben may see us if he doesn't get the sponsor. Um, he'll sue us for like tender fraud or something. That'll get some headlines. Um. No. Yeah. Okay, are you okay? really's right, not feeling very well. Oh. Uh, no, yeah. Take it for a walk just now. Anyway, um. Is, <coughs> sorry.
3: is it not a is there not a huge storm on your side?
0: No, we haven't sorry. had any rain. It's been quite disappointing, actually. Maybe it's still coming. Anyway, uh, so yeah. Uh, then, yeah, Richie Moinger, I'd say probably player of the match, but certainly player of the first half. Like, it, it was just Richie's half. Uh, he yeah, he try. controlled... Yeah, he, he controlled He does everything. what Richie does. Yeah, he was just so good. And the thing is, like, the thing with Richie is that he... He actually does that thing that Bowden Barrett does, which is he, he plays the first receiver role and then he loops around and he somehow ends up as, like, a third center as well. And he's just everywhere. Like, he and he's such a good ball carrier as well as distributor and he's got such a good eye for the cross field kick I feel like he's really developed actually because when he first came on the scene he was a little bit raw and he was he seemed like he was preferring like ball in hand uh, like back himself to break the line and doing a lot of like meters run rather than like distributing and crossfield kicks and that kind of stuff and now it's like he's got everything he's got every trick in the bag um, and yeah. he's doing all that stuff that Barrett uses to make himself famous and like he doesn't have barrett's out and out pace but he's got a similar knack i think for just picking an option and i think he's made up a lot of ground um on barrett for that number 10 jersey for the all blacks um
3: but i think it's quite interesting like he hasn't actually had the most amazing season but yeah these come these two playoff games he's just stepped it up and he's been, like amazing it's that
0: bmt eh? Hey? like and there mm-hmm. was the moment i think i think the moment you you mentioned during the game when you said you commented on his bmt for when when he um, ran
3: from the his own line pretty yeah. much
0: yeah and like that yeah. any anyone in their right mind would have like kicked for touch or to get out of your own red zone but he just oh, like i would
1: say that was that was the moment that won the crusaders the game yeah. like that that play because to be honest like they couldn't have hold out for another phase or two there yeah possibly
0: yeah
3: but yeah, then, I mean they got all the way through, yeah, yeah. to the line.
1: But then tale of two Hops, because
0: uh, the hurricanes came from being thirteen seven down, which is not a huge scoreline, but like it was a dominant C- uh, Crusaders performance in the first half. The like the canes just weren't in it. And
1: then I the, think the Crusaders would have been a bit pissed off that they didn't score a bit more. Yeah. Well, didn't yeah. convert that dominance into a few more points
0: well the, the second yeah, half sure. went 19 points to, to 17 in favor of the Hurricanes the Hurricanes outscored them in the second half uh, it just wasn't enough but it was still like geez what a performance it was. It felt like the tail wagging in a cricket match um, and suddenly the guys came out of the tunnel and all of these like all blacks like Bowden Barrett Dan Coles Ardy Severe these guys were just Yeah, they been, stepped up. Yeah, yeah uh, Nani Lamapie. They'd just been completely invisible. So Ben Lam... Ben Lam, in the first half... <laughs> his fantasy score was one at halftime. He had one point. And that was from one tackle. He hadn't, he hadn't touched the ball. For 40 minutes of rugby, he hadn't touched the ball. And then suddenly, Ben Lam was just fucking steamrolling. Like, he ended up on something stupid, like 50 50 fantasy points. And Bowden Barrett was just everywhere. Dane Coles was like a demon...
3: It um, was that one Barrett pass for Proctor's break, I think, It was yes. like perfect. He just, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, that was, just, oh yeah.
1: that was amazing. That was beautiful because, like, it was almost like a no the, look. In, in Mallet, Mallet had something negative to say about that, and <laughs> now mean? he's got to pick a king's coach.
0: <laughs> okay,
3: I, I, I didn't listen to what he said, but I, yeah, that's disgusting. How <laughs> that's dare
0: just, he? Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> but uh, like, they were talking about how like he he, he just does a thing where he carries the ball in two hands, and he like he draws the defenders in because he's bone and you're like fuck this guy's about to step the shit out of me you better tackle him but he like draws them in with his with his eyes because first of all he's got gorgeous eyes I don't know if you've seen them but they're great um, but haven't. also like his eyes are permanently like flicking through the options and he's got such amazing peripheral vision that he'll look he'll be eyeing this gap between like number 10 and number 12 and you know he can you know he can take it if he wants to so that, you, that he sucks in the, the number 12 uh, defender and then, without even looking, he throws this like skip pass to someone in like the thirteen, f- the thirteen eleven channel, like the outside yeah. channel, and it's this perfect pass because he's an amazing footballer. But the main thing is that he sucked you in because he looks like he's going to take a different option. And someone said on Twitter, which is a very simple message, but a very poignant one, I think, which is that every like, there can you can never have something as, a, as, a, as such a thing as a dummy runner in rugby if you want to be successful. Every single runner must be an option and that's what's so great about the Hurricanes and the Crusaders is that when they have those three four guys rushing up around the decision maker it's not just that they're like trying to run uh, like
1: confusion yeah they're just trying they're not trying to cause a distraction yeah you know?
0: they're not trying to run yeah like uh, you know to confuse you about who the ball's actually going to the point is that they don't know who the ball's going to so at any yeah. point, Bowden Barrett could be going wide to uh, Matt Proctor. He could be going short to Nani Lamapi, who's a wrecking ball. He could be going on an, on his inside shoulder to either like someone like Ardy Sevilla or Dan Coles or even uh, like Geordie Barrett cutting in from fullback. Or he's just going to hold it and go himself. And he, all of those options are available to him right up until the trigger moment. Whereas when like the Bulls do it, you feel like Andre Pollard's already decided he's going to probably just show and go. And, like, the dummy runner is a is designated dummy runner. And that's why it's not that effective. Um, but, yeah, so a real rig- rugby clinic, it seemed from the Hurricanes and the Crusaders. A
1: fantastic uh, game. I, I guess that comes through when you actually think out the, the sort of the, the moves. Because the move can't be like, okay, whatever, the fly-off gets it, he drifts, and then he gives it to the, like, then he throws a skip to the thirteen. Yeah. It's got to be... this fly-off gets, it drifts. The 12 is running this angle. He might give it there. The 13 yeah. is running angle. He might give it there. The fucking wings looping yeah. around for a cross kick. That yeah. might happen too. And yeah. then, like... But then the problem is you need a player as good as Barrett mm. to, to kind of shuffle the data and decide what's yeah. the best option.
0: Yeah. Just make your reads. It's like being a quarterback. Like, you make your reads. You drop back from the snap and you read... Where the linebackers are going, where the defensive backs are going, you know where the safeties are, and then based on the play, you know without you can close your eyes and throw the ball basically at that point. And it's the same with with Barrett. Like he probably has a preferred option, and so his first check will be is the number twelve buying buying the dummy or whatever. And then if he is, you'll pop it up to Nani Lamapi. That feels like option one. If the number twelve standing his ground, you flick up to see if the fullbacks dropped back. And if he's dropped back, you got a crossfield kick on because Ben Lamb's probably good enough in the air to get it. And if the fullback has come up then you know your third option is maybe just have a show and go yourself because you can probably you're pretty quicker than your opposite number 10 and if the number 10 didn't number 12 didn't buy the dummy there's probably space for you to go and if the number tens not like if he's coming up on you then you just throw the flat pass like you did to matt proctor and matt Proctor's good enough to do something with it so you just go through your reads and pull the trigger like it's i mean it obviously sounds easy when you're, you're sitting
1: no, oh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it sounds simple yeah. for us. Yeah,
0: sitting <laughs> you in your know. lounge doing a podcast, but yeah, fuck. Come, come on, guys, get your shit
1: together. So, yeah. I don't um, even know where my rugby ball is. I haven't seen that thing for weeks. I must go sniff it out.
0: Uh, I, I was looking at both of mine today. I've got two in my cupboard and they're both flat. Which is a bit sad. It's,
3: it's quite cool, though, that that's what sad. the game did. It inspires people to go look for their rugby balls.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm keen, yeah. Hashtag find your balls. So
2: <laughs> okay,
0: I think um, for me the moment of the match was probably Nani Lamapi's try, his second try. Um, the one where he they kicked it through. That chest. He, yeah, where he chests it down, <laughs> and yeah. then he got uh, ankle tapped and he slid and just like he slid back to his feet in one easy motion, regathered and then dived over. That was tickers, hey? That's that was so good.
2: So I feel like, I feel like yeah. we don't
0: see enough of that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, you know, guys using their head or using their chest, as the case may be. Um, and I just yeah, I was oh, like like it is a bit of a
1: it is a thought. Like if you're taking a flat pass, just chest it through the gap, and then yeah. kind of gather. Hello, Rosie Are you feeling better? It's hard to do,
3: but I mean that it what, just what, it just sat up, and it was a perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but
1: because you, you know the the rule, the rule is so say you you knock you like hit the ball with your hand over the defender. Then run round the defender and catch the ball. Yes. That's technically allowed as long as the ball doesn't touch the floor or touch the defender.
0: Um it. that is fun, is it? Yeah, isn't okay. it?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well what what are you gonna say, Phil?
1: Okay. But
3: I I mean yeah. I it's something about control. I guess you have control in that situation. But there's no know.
0: there's no rugby law that says you you controls.
1: can't you can't do that or you can't theoretically I guess you could throw the ball over the defender yeah. run around as long as you catch it but yeah. then yeah, the like problem if... is between that between you throwing the ball and catching the ball the, the law deems you to have the ball okay okay mm. so then the defender can tackle you oh. even though you don't technically have the ball for, yeah for and that then, purpose and then you know obviously you... then it's, yeah they can tackle yeah, you then yeah. it'll just it, yeah then it'll just become a, like a knock-on obviously yeah
2: Okay. okay yeah. But
1: then obviously it's different with a kick, because with a kick you can you kick the ball, mm. and then the defender can't tackle you. Yeah. But you can still you know you can still recover the kick. That's fine. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So not... where where does the sort of the chest <laughs> fall into it? I think the chest falls in. Well, the chest or the head. The I chest is a kick.
3: I want to see some headers. Some,
2: I wanna head see some headers. headers go- yeah.
0: I want to see. I want to <laughs> see guys heading. Like I want to see like a. A play where like Israel Folau, someone or someone like him, someone who's allowed to play rugby still, um, allem, allem. gets up under the high ball and then heads it down. So you
1: mean Boffelli, the player who's better than Israel Folau.
0: <laughs> yeah, so like Boffelli jumps for a high ball, but instead of gathering it, because he knows like they're waiting for him to catch it and then they'll tackle him as soon as he hits the ground, in the air he just headers it to like his left and Sebastian <laughs> can- Canceliere is like screaming up on his outside shoulder and just regathers off the header and then he's not he's unmarked.
1: I I think we should should I'm just trying to think the the best kind of pass because ideally you would want to think about okay guy goes down pop pass off the floor yeah that would be the best time just to do a little header over the defense run around (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) or yeah I'm trying to think there's got to be another way to do this um or you like you just play super flat and from a set piece like from a scrum the, fly, the scrum half like chucks out like a long, quite a long ball, like a flat ball, but a, higher higher than usual. And then the defensive line comes up because they think they see a, an intercept opportunity. But the fly half isn't trying to catch the ball. He headbutts the ball past the defender. And then the, the sen- inside center is like running onto it. So it's like a chip over. It's like a burden barrier chip, except you don't ever have to regather it. You just header it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's too too fast. No one can comprehend it. Yeah, you just have your whole backline running with their hands behind their backs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think and, we're and gonna, just we're... letting the ball just pig off them the whole time. I'm going to call it you now. Can't, you can't be tackled.
0: There will be at least one try scored at the Rugby World Cup off uh, either a chest or a header. I'm calling it now. <laughs> Ninety nine up. Yeah. He's changed.
1: I'm he's calling changed it, the it now. Team. I'm calling it now. The the Barbarians are going to have a move like that because I'm about yeah. to phone them. <laughs> <laughs> or Eddie, we didn't say Eddie Jones is going to coach the Barbarians against Fiji. Okay, well, that's <laughs> like. well, um, then Eddie.
0: Um, okay, I think we're done with the game, sir. Huh? Yeah.
3: yeah um, sure. uh, I don't know if we need to talk about the ref because that's quite controversial now oh, yes, um, at the end you. of the
0: game. Oh, the yeah, fight- sorry. Yeah. Thanks for reminding yeah. me. Yeah. Um, so, you want to take us through what happened? Yeah.
2: Hello.
3: I well, I mean, I guess the at the end of the game, the last movement of the match, Sam Whitelock had his sort of hand on the ball and the ref ruled it a knock on from T J Perinara. But Whitelock was clearly um
1: well, White in the clearly was in d- reaching yeah,
3: he, over and just bat yeah. so, so it should have been a penalty to the hurricanes. And so I guess people are talking about like should the T M O not have intervened or other people are just blaming the ref for being shit. Um, I think it's harsh to blame the ref for that one decision because it's yeah. it's missable, you know, like yeah. that, that happens in every match. Yeah. But because it's such a big decision, I guess it's being scrutinized and like, should it's, the TMO have an influence? Yeah.
0: There? I mean, it's it's tough with these because like they do get disproportionate outrage or whatever when you know if this had happened in the in the seventh minute of a you know of week seventeen of week twelve of the regular season.
1: Just then, Sun versus Waratahs. or whatever. Yeah, like no, it, would okay, have, yeah. it would have
0: blown over, but because it was the last minute of a semi final where it you know disrupted the team that was trying to win, and was like a f- only a few yeah. points behind, suddenly it's like this, this momentous decision
1: or, or wrong decision.
0: Yeah, so I
1: I, yeah. I thought the TMO could only check check on. Like uh, like physical foul play, you know, like uh, cleaning yeah, exactly. cleaning mm-hmm. from the sides, high tackles, punches, yeah. stuff like that. Like dangerous stuff, yeah. But
0: I mean, it is a professional foul, yeah, like so, so play, like, yeah. is that a legitimate dis- distinction to make? Like, why is it only foul play? Oh, no, no, like,
1: well, I no, not know. well, this is it's... why the this is why because obviously um, the the ref didn't see it. Yeah. I mean, cool. that, that like and why and white lock like, banked on the ref not seeing it as well. Like yeah. that was the.
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean, well,
1: you I know, guess... White lock took a risk and it paid off. Yeah. I mean,
3: if they uh, were down I, I by 2, that, I don't know if White lock would have done it. I'm pretty yeah. sure it
1: was calculated. I guess so, but it it still seems like yeah, but, but I I think it's it's kind of part of rugby yeah. as well. Like you well, that, you I take the so laws too, yeah. to their limits. Mm. I don't know if I don't know if you like know, it was that you know calculated what?
0: by by White lock. I don't think he like did the maths and was like it's the, the <laughs> like the high risk players. I don't think he was on that and 40 trick checkers level, but I think he just <laughs> made a, a bit of a, like, it was late in the game, you know, you're tired and everything, and you're desperate, and he, he just kind of saw the ball and went for it, but he got away with, with it, I guess. I don't know, like, I, so, you guys remember in the Varsity Cup, they trialled the white card system, where you get to kind of pull your white mm-hmm. card and be like, ref, you know, I want you to check something for me, and then the ref's obliged to go to the TMO and check what you've asked him to check, That's uh, it's like a cricket review... Where if, if you write, and then you get to keep your white card, or or you just say you burn the white card. You know, you don't get to keep it even if you're wrong yeah. or you're right. Yeah. Um, so you know that's like one suggestion, and it's, it's not hugely onerous because you only get ah uh, snitches, snitches, snitches.
3: It. I, I hate the white card. Well, why? Because it takes up too much time. Or? Um, it too much time, too much subjectivity involved, and yeah, I just think it's gonna sl- like just make the game less good uh like ben saying i feel like
0: it's part of the game. do you feel the same way about like reviews do i feel the same
3: way about like
1: tmo uh and cricket
3: yeah i think cricket
1: it suits cricket because cricket's a cricket's a different game to rugby though it's It's, also yeah it's it's okay to take your time it's a game of sort of more subtlety more Yeah, like uh, i think i think the review system suits cricket very well but we'd have. It, I mean, it this, almost. I feel the review system almost adds an element to cricket. Yeah, but I mean, yeah.
0: you wouldn't like. This would be in terms of time consumption. It would be the same as a normal TMO check, right? So if if you get word, yeah, if, you, yeah. if your assistant referee, no, but I, ref, like I'm I'm quite and, anti.
1: I'm yeah. I'm pretty anti the TMO generally, MMS to be too. honest. Besides well,
3: from the try try decisions. Yeah. I don't think that they should use I'm, TMOs.
1: I'm with you, but like,
0: for me, it rests on the assumption that our refs know what they're doing. That's true. And the problem is, at the moment, like, I, as much as I dislike TMOs getting involved in general play, I feel like sometimes it's the only way we get the correct, the correct decisions in rugby these days.
3: But there's then, so I mean, many... you say that you, you say that TMOs are going to, like, make them better. We've seen how many terrible TMO decisions this season, too, so yeah. Yeah, it's I'm definitely not, not like a... Yeah,
0: but again, like for me, for me, there's, like, two separate arguments. Like, the one is about... Um, like being competent in your position and the other one is about the yeah. use of technology so for me, yeah. if we assume that we have TMOs and refs and system refs who are properly trained, which currently we it seems like we don't then I think uh-huh. having TMOs is a good thing and I think if you accept that having TMOs is a good thing then the white card is just an extension of that but at the moment Fair it's enough. just the whole thing is just so fact, so it doesn't really matter what we do yeah. um, but also like if you on,
3: look at if you look at football, um, I think that the VAR is just, it's been terrible since it's been
2: yeah. implemented
3: and it's just getting worse and worse. So mm. that's like worst case scenario. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, I have another like big
3: idea,
0: but I think
1: we need to save it for next week.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, let's save it next week, Ben. You don't want to have all your big ideas in one week. But um, yeah, so like, just the last thing on like the white card point, because I have seen a few people mentioned on Twitter. Purely hypothetically, even if we did have the system, I could pretty much guarantee you that at the 80th 80th minute in the final, the semi-final against the Crusaders, the Hurricanes do not still have their white card. They've
1: used it way before that point. No, they would have used it. So do you remember uh, that day, American that day be, Where they like they like throw a flag or something?
0: Well, the flags are thrown by the refs when there's a, a penalty. Um, but they no, do but... they do have they do have reviews. You can review calls, but you only get three, and you don't get them yeah. back even if they're successful. I think, I might be wrong. Yeah.
3: So did you see that Dane calls like late um, shoulder charge thing on Moanga
0: mm. yeah that... gave him like a real stinger that oh, was fine
1: though I'm pretty <laughs> wrapped uh, anyway.
3: but it was, it was late would you say it was late then, at least no, oh, he was committed it was fine <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> alright fair so, enough. Uh, I think we've said everything that is there. I, I,
1: I've got I've got a I've got a view it's only it's only a late tackle if the ball's at the outside center. If the ball's <laughs> if the ball's still at the if the ball's still at the twelve, you can t- tackle the fly half. This game. It's,
3: so it's it's specific to fly halves, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so 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 you know if La Map is on like a log carry, you could just smash Barrett <laughs> if you want. Uh, uh,
0: Okay. Um, should we Okay, game let's get this done. Game, blame,
1: game, sponsored by okay. game. Who are we giving it to guys? The... The Brumbies, Brumbies for just not yes. showing up, yeah, for wasting everyone's time. But do you know what Argentina? Well, Argentina as a country brought such a vibe to that game, yeah, yeah. And then the Brumbies had the fucking cheek, not even to play proper rugby, dicks. Yeah. Okay, like the Jags. And then by maybe, by extension yeah. to the Sharks for letting the Brumbies let that happen. Yeah, yeah, fuck Agreed. the Sharks. Yeah, fuck the Sharks. And, and fuck, then by fuck. extension to the Stormers for letting the Sharks let the Brumbies let that happen. <laughs> yeah
0: fuck stop. fucking Fleck god damn it Fleck <laughs> <laughs> oh god it all comes down to Fleck and Jake White bastards Yeah. Okay, so the Brumbies, the, the two the two pillars Brumbies are this week's recipient of gameplay and game sponsored by game um okay well we've really pretty much fuck we forgot to fill in the paperwork for that uh yeah, that's
1: okay. Remember, um, we, we asked game and they're like, Yeah, oh, fill in the paperwork, and we can sponsor you, and we just haven't <laughs> filled it in.
0: We don't need them anymore. We've got Ben Smith slash Ben and Jerry slash Ben May. Yeah, one of them's coming. One of them's coming. We don't Slash
1: have Ben
0: Lamb. No, Ben, ben Lamb's not in the running. <laughs> he, he's. Nah. Um, anyway, so. Job. Okay, that, we, we do have a stop drop in poll sponsored by Dave Grohl. Um, please do us. And this week it was put up by Adam on the group. It's a very Adam poll. It is who is the better fly half? Ben's, Ben's favorite poll of all time. So we've already pretty much done this, but the options were. Um, okay, I'll go for the bottom. Stardy McKenzie. One vote. Uh, Mac Mason. One vote. I feel that's a bit harsh. Andy Goo. Who voted for Mac Mason? <laughs> who
3: voted for Mac Mason, Alex? Uh,
0: that might have been me. He's an up-and-comer, guys, like, he's, <laughs> no, he's, 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 an up and coming. he's gonna make it, all right. <laughs> Wait, can the, you not my up The up-and-comer? 29-year-old up-and-comer. Watch the space. Have you, refreshed? Uh, you uh, refreshed, refreshed? I haven't, oh, let me refresh. Watch the space, guys, 2023 Mac Mason. Uh, sorry, my internet's slow. Oh, my internet's really slow. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: Two, oh, what, 2009, more a <laughs> Yeah. So, two thousand and nine, Mournay Stain has got one vote, and that's from Phil Hornsby. Um, then, just Morne has got five more votes. I feel like two thousand and nine, Mournay is better than just Morne Um But yep. your 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 option was a late addition, so we'll put that down yeah. to that. Then, Andy Good has got four votes, um, <laughs> which is a bit weird, because um, like the other ones were clearly jokes. That one. I don't know. Four votes is that's enough to give the suggestion credibility. Then Morris Dan's got five votes. Okay, so basically it was who's better, Burton Barrett or Richie Moanga, and it's pretty split. Thirteen people say Richie Moanga, fourteen people say Burton Barrett. Um, ben, would you like to use all the swear words in your vocabulary to tell us how much you hate this
1: poll? no it's fucking stupid like who (laughs) cares why are we having this debate like over and over again like there's fucking 2,000 other rugby players but we have to talk about these two the whole fucking time like like why like why does it matter Bowden Barrett's gonna get picked because that's what Hansen knows Mm. Moanga's gonna sit on the bench Moanga's gonna come on Moanga's gonna do good things as well yeah like why why is this why is this even worth a debate yeah no, like, I'm... is this even a debate? Like, you were both players have good qualities, both players have less good qualities. Like, who the fuck cares?
0: Yeah. Nah, no, I'm with you. Uh, it's, it does feel a little bit like the Ronaldo-Messi debate in football, um, which I also find very annoying. The wo-
3: the wo- oh, the R- Ronaldo's is, uh, better than Messi. <laughs> but these guys both play, both play for New Zealand, so... Yeah, it's so <laughs> No way, Messi isn't better than Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
0: do this. <laughs> okay, we don't have time for this, guys. Um... <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so, so for me, it's a pretty simple one, though, because at the moment, I think, we okay, we said Liam Squire, like, the number 7 jersey is probably the biggest weakness that the All Blacks have. At the moment, I feel like their second biggest weakness is, like, the 14-15 jersey. Because, obviously, Ben Smith, obviously, I mean, how good is Ben Smith, Right. Um, yeah, so he's he's 100. very good so he's he's taking one of those jerseys um,
1: well, you'll be a bit better if he sponsors our
3: segment
0: right um, and we'll be better for it too so I do think that
3: Ronaldo is the Barrett
1: in this comparison and Messi is the Moanga Ooh. sorry carry on no <laughs> I think I think R- R- Ronaldo is the Barrett and
2: should, Messi yeah, he, is
1: like cause, uh, someone who's slightly less good because he hasn't proved himself on the international stage <laughs> And he hasn't proved himself for a club other than Barcelona. Kind of. Wait, hang on, hang on. This is going off the tracks.
0: Because, hang on, like, (laughs) because Barrett's Barrett's like one of the most decorated rugby players of all time, right? He's got like three Player of the Year awards, I think. (laughs) I'm
3: sorry. (laughs) Come around.
1: And so... But but, but I'm saying, I'm saying, imagine, imagine Barrett, because the thing is, Ronaldo proved he can do it in the Premier League, the hardest league in the world. Barrett has... um, Barrett, uh, what's his name? Messi. Messi. He's constantly played behind, a, he plays behind the Rolls Royce pack, Well, in front of the Rolls Royce pack. Yeah. He's never actually really, he's never proved he can do it outside of Barcelona.
2: Yeah,
3: that's why he's mine For because Argentina, plays, like, Messi yeah. isn't good. That's, that's, we're agreeing then. We're agreeing on <laughs> the <to> comparison.
1: <laughs> anyway. <Yeah.
3: laughs>
0: okay.
1: I was gonna say, no yeah. No, so I, 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 guess, I guess in that way, Messi, Messi is moanga. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I, I was gonna <laughs> say that he,
0: I was gonna say that Barrett should be Messi just because he's, like, they've both got all these individual awards.
1: Um, they, are they're both, they both sponsored by Adidas.
0: I really, I honestly. Um, I don't give a fuck. I really don't care about this.
1: Do you know um, what, Do you know what? Literally, I don't care about either debate. Yeah. This is Ronaldo Messi. This is all they fucking talk about in the office as well. Uh-huh. So, I, like, I have to have an opinion just so they go away. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, so, anyway, so I, what I was saying is I think that probably the optimal solution is to play uh, Mwanga 10, Barrett 15. Because I don't think geordie has been that good and D-Max injured. And then you play Ben Smith 14. And then you the bo- don't you tell the
1: them. you no, don't want them to do it, please. Well,
0: yeah. I want to see it. Like I can, they can do it against the movie. <laughs> no, but do,
1: do you think you have en- Do you think you have enough, like finishing power? Then.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean. So who? Okay, so then you got Geordie Barrett at twenty-three. I think he's being sarcastic. I'm not sure. Uh,
1: so no, 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 not finishing. Like, like try scoring finishing power. No, no, uh, no. Seriously though, because. Okay, f- f- fine. Be- ben Smith is world class, but he's not—he's not a true wing. Like he's not a finisher, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah you I can mean... compensate for that by having someone like Alamalo at fullback, who would then bring more. You know, like he's got good instincts for the try line. But now, I, with the current, for, if you're saying you want Barrett Ben Smith, then you have Rico at the, at eleven, I presume. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Have... So he's he's the. Okay, obviously Barrett does score tries and Ben Smith scores tries as well. Burnham Barrett scores
3: but... a try. Yeah, he's way man.
1: tries dude. He...
0: I don't know. So yeah, he... but I don't know he doesn't So I mean look, you you play like Antonina Brown 13. No, sorry, Jack Jack Goody, 13, 13, Antonin Brown 12.
1: And even if or you crotty have. No, time. they're not. They're going to play. They're <laughs> going to play Crotty and Sonny Ball. But... <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely
0: going to.
3: I think they might play Crotty and Gucci, but hopefully Sonny Ball will not be playing.
0: Uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd still pick Anton Leonard Brown. He's just got to get him on Leonard, the pitch. Leonard Brown's going to be the bench because he covers yeah. both. No, no, I, like I know. I, I hear you. I hear you. But, like, I still think that it's not their best combination. But I don't know. Yeah. Like, I feel like those guys, like, they'll score tries. They'll find a way to score tries. It'll just be unstoppable like they they're just gonna have so many guys taking so many right decisions across the park You won't be able to stop them Anyway, so yeah, that, um, that is what <laughs> <laughs> unstoppable <laughs> That's a good dictionary definition. It cannot be stopped uh, Okay. <laughs> we Sorry. that was the stop drop and poll sponsored by Dave Grohl. Please sue us um, Do we have an Adam Thompson shout out? nope nope, okay no one's worthy. Uh, uh, do we have a hero's hero? No, nope. Nobody's worthy. Ever. Okay. Then the last order of business, I think, uh, because I've got to go walk the dog, is Super Brew. One week remaining. Um, okay. How did we do on Super Brew last week? I do not
1: have access to our Super Brew, so... You <laughs> me, I presume we grand slammed. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. I don't I, know I, if I, we got I, our
1: margin. I, I don't think I we don't. got the Jags margin. I think we might have got the Saders margin.
0: I don't think you get Grand Slams anymore, but I'm pretty sure you guys would have gone for the right yeah, options. I'm sure we did. I can't even remember what we said. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at my personal one. I said Jags by 5, so I was way off. And then I said Crusaders by 8, so I got the margin point for that. That was quite good. Um, oh, I'm still top of our leaderboard. Okay. Then... Okay, last pick of the season. Grand Final. Crusaders at Home versus Huggy Warriors. Who's going to win it and by how much guys? Ah,
3: the, I really want the, the Jags the heavy,
1: to win, he- hey. With a mm. heavy heart, yeah. You know, it's got to be the Crusaders. With a heavy heart, say, say it is by 13. Yeah. By 13.
3: I think that I think that the Jaguars will stay in it until like half time and then
0: mm.
3: then it will just sort of will get away from them.
1: Yeah.
0: I
3: think yeah, 12-13 sounds good.
1: Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with if if this was if it was Crusaders Jags in Buenos Aires, I think I would I would go Jags
0: because yeah, with the travel. Yeah, I mean, guys, the this, is, this is the two, same... days, two days
1: traveling. Eh? This is yes. the same
0: Crusaders team that drew to the Stormers in Newlands. They did
3: say they're worried about Crutty and Scott Barrett too in terms of injuries. Yeah, so that could be. And I mean, crud- if they lose Crotty. Oh, God. Gonna, yeah, If they, they, if they good
1: could good bring on Enor, on. that would be even better. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, then what, who will they bring on, like, Dunshey or, or Romano? Or Romano, yeah.
0: So, wait, so. Scott so,
1: Barrett adds a lot to them. He is, like, he's the kind of fifth loose forward. Do, if
0: if, if Crotty's out, do you think they'd play Enor, Goodhue? Or do you think Hugh they'd Enor, bring yeah. in fucking Tim Bateman?
3: No, I think they'll play Goodhue, Enor. Imagine they'll if Tim Bateman
1: wins the game, for them guys. I don't want to live in that world. No, no. I, al- I think they're like in on the bench.
3: No.
1: But also it the Huggiwars have travelled really well
3: over the last two seasons, so eh? mm. Like even in New Zealand, they've like... They have. but this is a New different Zealand. kind of
1: travelling. <laughs> so they, they, they tour yeah. well. This isn't a tour. This is a, a one-off. Mm. You know, you get off the plane and then straight away the media's on you. Like yeah. it's not a,
0: That's the thing. So like I feel like the, the Huggiwars, like they run on Gears, right? Like yeah, they it's run be so on so much passion. Yeah, they run passion. on passion. Oh. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's what contributes towards them touring well. Is that they kind of re- like they rev each other up, and they just have you know lads on tour, we're lads, lads, lads. And then you know, as we saw with them this weekend, their home their home crowd really buoys them up as well. So this is like a finals like a bit more cold. Like you come in a bit cold, and you just have to be like sort of pure calculating. You know, it's test rugby basically. Um, yeah. I don't think passion's gonna be enough for them. I think they their tank's gonna run out. So exactly. I'm I'm good I'm I'm good to pull the trigger on Satyrs by by twelve. I think that makes for a more manageable margin than thirteen for some reason. Thirteen just yeah, feels like, like a weird number to win by. I don't know. Okay. Sure. Okay. So by twelve. Um I'm I kinda dead. I kinda hope we're so wrong. Are you happy with that? Yeah.
3: Yeah, so the the has already named their touring squad, so they're not missing anyone, which is good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But even at full strength, like I don't know. Yeah. And... Okay. Um we did have a novelty segment which was uh the five hottest players in every position.
1: What? was it Sponsored hottest? by Israel Filau and John the Baptist Filau. Yeah. And I'm Israel Fil's father, the bigot. Bigot Filau. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the biggest, um, hottest, biggest. or sexiest? Yeah,
0: we we never settled whether it was hottest, sexiest, most attractive, you most, know, desirable. Just, uh, most desirable, most desirable. That's a that's a whole other kettle of fish. Um, <laughs> okay. I but we, I think we're out of time, so <laughs> we can save that for next week.
1: Um, we always we say can check a few on Twitter to you know get the juices flowing.
3: <laughs> yeah, you got to leave everyone in suspense.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I'll give you. A yeah, th- we, we, we 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 could. Should we, should we just do props? Give, give them
1: a taster. Yeah, let's do props <laughs> just as, as a tidbit. Just do it. props, yeah. Uh, let me find it quickly. Just, if you think about it, you can, you can kind of think to yourself. If they're producing props of this quality, <laughs> imagine the rest.
3: Is it restricted to Super Rugby only, by the way? It is I just super rugby.
1: Like, yeah, super rugby. Yeah, Super yeah, Rugby, It's definitely just okay. Super Rugby.
3: So, no Joe Mala.
1: <laughs> no Joe Mahler, no. Um,
0: okay, props. This is not in a particular order. Uh, a beast of Tawa Ryura. Undeniably good-looking, right? He's basically Idris Elba. He's a good-looking
3: guy. What yeah. was that name that someone posted?
0: I didn't, I didn't see what was it.
3: Okay. it was some combination of Beast and Idris Elba, I can't remember.
0: Uh, okay, anyway. But yeah, so, I mean, he's a yeah, good-looking guy. Right? <laughs> um, Lizo Toboka. Also, a very handsome fellow. Um, black don't crack
1: oh he's got like that babyish like that young young boy charm
0: he's got that he's got fantastic complexion and I I really like his his fade like he's got that tight fade Uh, yes his hair is great his hair hair is on fleek Uh, then (laughs) did I pronounce that correctly fleek Uh, okay Owen Franks does Owen Franks deserve to be in this group
3: what I I don't oh, understand. No, how no, I get in <laughs> yeah. Did someone edit this for me?
0: <laughs>
3: he's just like a uh, normal bald guy. How? What's so good about
0: uh, him? <laughs> I feel like he used to. Because I think I think what's happened here is that he spent so many years scrumming next to Ben Franks that <laughs> okay. he started to look good. But he's not that good looking, uh, and he's he's getting he's going bald now as well. So I don't know. He's better looking than Joe Moody and White Crockett. Maybe that was the whole thing. Um, what? why do we have Ben? Was no, that a joke? Not... Owen Franks. <laughs> but, is anyway, there no one else? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll tighten this up for next week, guys. He's, this is why I didn't want to release Prebacilli. We weren't ready. Um, yeah. Okay, I'll keep going with the props. So, Kobe Kepu. He's a good looking guy. No, he's, yeah, he's got a... Come
1: so Kobe
3: Kepu. Let me
1: him up again. Kepu. Four.
0: Four. He's good-looking.
3: Is he? I need to have
0: a... (laughs) Okay, then the final pick, which is controversial because, I don't know, we seem to be on the fence between, like, is he good-looking at all and is he actually maybe the best-looking out of all of them? And that's Alex Hodgman from the Blues.
1: Good-looking guy.
0: I think he's
3: a
1: good Uh, guy. See, I think he's good. Is he going to be the... But he's got a bit of a wobbly smile, so if you're a bit of a perfectionist, maybe you say... But I think that's that's part of it because I don't buy
0: into the whole, like, symmetry... Is beauty kind of thing, right?
1: Alex. Um, oh, my, well. mate, oh, my my man. mate my mate Dan has a theory on this, like how you need something to break the you need like yeah. a bit of a a perfect imperfection sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, Phil just messaged me mm-hmm. with Idris Elbeast. So <laughs> Idris Elbeast. Um <laughs> I don't know, so I, fruit. I I think I think <laughs> like he's Alex Hodgman's got like this he's a bit crooked, but in like a, a weirdly hypnotising kind of way. Yeah. Um, and when he grows a beard, he looks pretty, pretty impressive. He's, he grows a fantastic. I do like hair. his curls. Yeah, he's got he's got fantastic hair. He looks a bit like a like he, he could be like a bit of a Leonidas from Sparta. He looks a bit like Gerard Butler in, in 300. Um,
2: yeah,
3: sure. But I I also think uh, Turgufarsi is pretty. He's definitely above Frank. So I don't know how Frank's got in there. But yeah, has um, got like a solid.
1: Well, he's I'm, not a super rugby player anymore. though. Oh no, sorry. No, he is. He is. You, you think you're No, Tom, no um,
0: Yeah, no, I'd, I'd go with Tonga Fuzzy. That's a great shot. Yeah, he's he's got great eyebrows. Um, yeah. Big fan of, of Tonga Fuzzy. And if if we could put, I'm um, actually I'm going to call this now the the best looking prop imaginable, is pretty <laughs> much Alex Alex Hodgman Alex Hodgman's beard and smile and hair with <laughs> With Lizo Koboka's complexion. Um uh, Carl Tunikruff is mustache. Give him the Lorax. <laughs> and then I I don't know. I'm I'm trying to decide now. Uh Who's got who's got those creepy eyes? Um, those yellow eyes? The western. Who was oh, it? he's the, a able. The rebels robber Ab- oh, He's a hooker, damn it. Ah. He's got those hypnotizing like mm-hmm. he looks like um Looks like Car from the the Juggle Book.
1: But um, <laughs> do you know do you know as good eyes is, is Charlie Farmawina? Charlie, but he's oh, not okay. a Super Rugby oh, prop He's got
0: anymore. he's got beautiful soft eyes, doesn't he, and a nice beard. <laughs> mm. um, Someone needs to Photoshop oh. all of this, huh? Hey? Yeah, we'll do this. Like you, you've seen those those things going around with like the perfect centre, and it's like, just oh those shoulder. things can fuck right. Yeah, those they're those stupid. Those things but, are awful. Uh, they're can, really bad. Let me see if I can put my legendary uh, paint skills to work and, and do one of the the best looking prop ever.
1: I, I love Who, how bad you are at PainTaddix, it's You take that
0: who's back got Ben, the physique? you bite your tongue, my paint shop skills are fantastic. Who's physique? No, who's, like um, best physique? Thomas or Littorio. worst physique, who's <laughs> like
3: the fattest? I'll
0: tell you what, um... Who is the fattest uh, prop? Superior Montezima well, he's like the bench prop for the Bulls, he's a big fellow. I reckon he's, he's probably like 90% muscle, but he's a big guy. I don't think mm. he's the fattest. Uh, there's got to be oh, what's his name? That that guy who was like 150 kgs the other day, and then he's he a you
3: coffee.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> even bigger than him. This guy played for the Reds, wasn't it?
3: Um, Maybe.
0: Oh, you,
1: uh, Fiku
0: Tava. Uh, I'm searching for props overweight. Oh no, it's... <laughs> props overweight rugby.
3: But if you're doing the whole body, you can't yeah, do it. Uh, Taniela Tupo's calves.
0: Yes, uh, no, I'm not going to do the whole body. But you mean I the calves? I don't have time for that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's, uh, yeah, Fiao Fatuaika. Fatuaika.
2: Oh, yeah, um, that guy. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was saying.
0: Yeah, that's your you Wakefield level pronunciation there, Ben.
2: <laughs> it's
3: just <not that> terrible. <laughs> anyway. I wonder if Adam's made it this far.
0: <laughs> I'll be surprised if Adam isn't standing.
3: No
1: of way.
0: Um, okay.
3: Yeah, Adam,
1: Adam, Adam. If, if you if you're listening now, Adam, uh, um, SMS on the group, and I'll I'll say something nice about you.
0: Should we do a shout out to Draft Rugby as well and see if they're still listening? Send us a send us, okay. send us a tweet, lads, yeah. if you're still listening. Shout out yeah. to Draft Rugby. Shout out Draft. Anyone else? Um, anyone
1: else? Hit their pod. Hit their hit it up
0: Hit them up, yeah. Draft Rugby on Twitter. casualty Awards, great. Listen to their podcast. All that shit. Um, cool, guys. I think what? we're done.
1: Jeez, it's been Yeah, long. sorry. Uh, <laughs> James is acting up, and I think if I pod for another two minutes, my wife's going to throttle me.
0: Yeah, same same on the side. I'm getting dirty looks, and I've got to go walk the dog <laughs> as well and make some dinner. Guys, thanks very much, uh, Phil. Thank you for joining us. I think you had a thank you for having me. A pleasure. You had a good debut. Um, good debut. Yeah, bo- both of. No, well. Not, not,
1: not, not like a not like a Saber, a Saberese debut. Yeah, like I mean, um, it wasn't 100. You didn't get 100 fantasy points, but.
0: I'll take a 600. No, you did get
1: a hundred. You got like 61 fantasy points. Ooh, no, nice. no, no, no.
2: Whoa, 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 whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa That is not back. sanctioned. That is not sanctioned, Ben. What do you 61. do? You did not get 61 fantasy points, Phil. You I'm taking like, 61. I'm you, putting you. You can't in, take I'm... them back. You can't take them back. Uh, what's this? Oh, there's been a score <laughs> update. Uh The final stats are in. <laughs> um And, Phil, you got 37. 37 fantasy points.
1: Oh, I was going to say 38.
0: Yeah, 37, 38.
1: I'll take it. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with it's that. It's pretty
0: good. That's nothing to be sniffed at. That's a good debut. That's that's well done. Yeah. So it bodes very no, well... I'm uh,
1: sorry, for, for, but you've also, you, you've also been on the field for like 130 minutes, so... <laughs> yeah, your points, yeah.
0: Your points minute, so yeah, your points per
1: minute... I should have made Yeah, your points per minute is Your points per minute is shit, Yeah.
0: it's on my team. Uh, but it, it bodes well for Phil Me in, uh, Or Phil Us In, sorry. Okay. Um, awesome. Cool. Ben, thanks I look very much. To it. Thank you for lending us two hours of your no, sons you, your signs of life. Uh, we appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to do the whole listen to us on SoundCloud, ACRAST, iTunes. Yep. Uh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, Understood. That's a matter of me. Uh, okay. Guys, thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll see you all next week. And everyone, enjoy the rest of Super Rugby. Cool. Cheers.
3: Cheers. Bye.